No. Welcome to Movie the Podcast. <laughs> That's right, Movie the Podcast. It is what it's, it's clone the, something the, the or fourth, other. It's the fourth, fourth clone, clone guy. guy. The fourth of clone see. guy. Thank and this you. is a special double feature edition. That's right. Two for Tuesday on a Have Tuesday. Done That's a actually Monday. Uh, me and Gogs did a couple during uh, the Kung Fu month. Yeah, we oh, did a couple okay. of fight 'em ups, but we got you got you get a double up, well, one banger and one movie. Um, we watched new cloned episode on Clone Month. Uh oh, uh oh, ooh, a chilling tale, <laughs> a chilling vision of things to come. We watched Duel, and we watched Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, and Michael Keaton in multiplicity. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The only the only joke in that whole movie that landed for me was the credits where they they credited him like six times. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, the whole we watched the whole Duel, thing. the Riley Stearns movie, not Duel, the Steve uh, or uh, Steven Steve Spielberg. Spielberg. Yeah. Right. And watched, that's also that's a good movie too. Watched, uh, uh, yeah. Karen Gillum, Karen Gillum's yeah. Duel. And I also believe we didn't we didn't fight the boss at the end of uh, Virtual Fighter, which I also is named Duel with memories. His sir. name is Dural, and you know Dural. Dural, that's right. <laughs> um, since we're doing two movies, should we even do what do we watch this week, or should we just save that for next week? Let I'll, me just, I'll leave it open let me, to the let room. Let me just tell you something real quick. I mean, we can just do it. It's up to. Well, I just, let's do it. I. I, I do a quick. I watched ten things. Oh, oh my god! god. Cut yours in half. Cut yours in half. At least, Jesus Christ! Cut yours by eighty percent. And stop Two watching things. movies. Good yeah, lord! Don't you have a, you have a family? <laughs> I have a family in mourning. So like, so like, Fourth of July weekend, right? Yeah. And there was a whole lot of downtime for the kid. I was just okay. like, I had Diablo four on one screen. And I had movie after movie after movie on the When, you, when you say the kid, are you referring to yourself? He's yeah, referring I'm referring to myself. To myself. Yeah. Oh, okay, right. I don't, I don't understand how you could play Diablo and watch a movie. I listened to music and podcasts while playing Diablo, but, like, I couldn't watch a movie. A because he had a movie on movie. that he's already seen. Oh, all right. All right, well, well go, guys. Jesus Christ, Christ go. Go. Okay. I'll just do this real quick. I'll use, I'll just keep them to two words. Uh, the Suicide <laughs> Squad, banger. Uh, Evil Dead Rise, total banger uh the hole in the ground a quiet banger um, <laughs> quiet banger i like that quiet banger sorority row shit garbage what, uh, hold on hold on time out that's an 80s movie or no 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 it's like a new version of a 90s like sorority slasher it is oh. awful I think there's like I for some reason I think there's a 80s movie that's got a very similar so, title. So this one the bit is there like they there's a prank that goes wrong and ends up in a murder and then the the killer comes back. I know what you did last summer styly, but they're oh. killing everyone with a uh, sharpened and modified. You know those four post um uh lug wrenches that's, you use to change cars yeah. with, the yeah. tires change with? cars? <laughs> that but like one ends a knife and one ends like uh i mean not the worst not, honestly not the worst idea. One ends like so a it's some kind gun. of like makeshift like, roadside glaive it's a it's glaive like a, you, yeah. you can pick like, you can pick that up at harbor freight yeah yeah my dad probably has he loves harbor freight he's gonna lose a finger their tools are trash <laughs> their tools um, are trash i like harbor freight because it's like instead of buying one grinder i can buy six that break <laughs> instead of just buying the regular price one at first yeah. Yeah, my dad bought a bench grinder. I'm like, you're gonna, your eyes aren't good. You're gonna lose them. Like this thing's, um, gonna, this thing's gonna obliterate you. It's uh, already row, no good. 
It turns out I watched the movie so bad I forgot how bad it was. The last <laughs> days of Mars, and I got to like the third act. I was like, "Oh, I've seen this. this is terrible." Um, um, Smoke and Aces, Sean Banger. Yo, um, <laughs> uh, except for the ending. The ending, ending notwithstanding. Ending sucks. Um, uh, the first of last men, artsy non-banger, kind of dumb. Uh, what the hell is that? The it's, like, it's, it's called the first and last men, and the whole thing is basically like a Bioshock audio log, and it's just set to still images of weird, brutalist architecture, and it's supposed God, to be a I transmission. Did Liz start going to Micah or something, and you're trying to impress her on some new date? No, 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 no. This was on, it was on Shutter. Um, like, sound like all, anything all, you would ever like. All the words. I was stuck on my exercise bike, and all the words sounded like that. I was waiting for it to go somewhere, and it oh. didn't. But oh. like conceptually, it's like someone from thirty thousand years in the future, where humans have evolved beyond like the curve of what we can perceive, are like mm-hmm. calling back to us to explain what we did wrong. But it didn't go like forty k, and it didn't go Dune. It just went like sad and mildly Norwegian. I, 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 I love this fucking hardcore mindset there, and I was like, I will not be fat. I will finish this art movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the first Alex, and last. Have you, man. Have, have you ever seen the La Jete? The the movie the, that uh that the twelve monkeys, 12 monkeys. Is based it's on? on the Blu-ray. No, oh, no. uh, you should watch it. I think you'd like it. It's what's so better, it's, that or Twelve Monkeys? I mean, Twelve Monkeys 12 is monkeys. better, but La, La Jete is cool. But it's like it's basically a slideshow that's like narrated, but it's still that's pretty. What this was, but it's only but it's short. I think, it, it, I think it's only twenty minutes long. This was eighty uh, minutes. It was, oh God, <laughs> that's too. I was long. on that bike for a minute. All right, um, you should just make a you should just make a movie version of those. You remember those? Did you guys have those storybooks when you were a kid with the forty five in the back of it and yeah, like yeah, you play yeah, it along? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, what else? Okay, but 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 uh, we're almost done here. Uh, I watched uh, Three Amigos. It was my wife's first viewing. Uh, oh, that's a, fun a movie. retro banger. And uh, the last thing I watched was. Uh, the Babadook, uh, oh, have you seen that before? Banger. I'd never seen it before. Oh, I love that. That movie. movie, like that movie, I, uh, I feel like Ari Aster must have, like, I feel like, uh, Hereditary is sort of a love letter. Like he, he, like he has to have seen and liked that movie. Like, oh, I could see that. Like the threads yeah, are all there. Um, I think TJ and I were involved in a fucking online debate about it one time where the guy was like, I didn't understand it. The ending doesn't make any sense. It's like, it's they fucking told you it's, it's grief. Honestly, my only nitpick of the movie is that they, they like, they go out of their way to explain the metaphor and I don't think they need to like, no. this guy was like, I don't understand. Yeah. I remember no, it's that. really, really, it's really, really good. It's, I, a, it's an awesome some fucking movie and it's yeah, sad if, and it's like if you, challenging if you want to watch like a depression factory uh the the director she made another movie called the nightingale which uh i really liked anthony hated it but uh i saw that yeah they murder a baby in it i mm. thought it was really good i don't know like all the kids well, stuff in the Babadook no was very hard for me it well it's australian so they they can do oh, the fuck they want. um and then the only thing that happened is uh TJ and I took advantage of the law changes here in the state of Maryland, and then oh, I yeah. ended up going down a rabbit hole and watching the entire Netflix documentary on uh, 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 American Gladiators. And that was I gotta great. tell you, it was really good. Great. Oh, I haven't heard of yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Sean, you love it. It's awesome. Okay. Like they, it's a really, and it's made by uh, Jared Hess of all yeah. people. Oh shit! Yeah, it's really good, and it's like it's like it's funny because like I should have known all this stuff, but like. 
so they made a sports competition TV show, but they had no idea what they're doing. And there was like zero safety regulations. <laughs> like, they were like injured. Is it weird like, that I kind of wanted to fuck Zap when no. I was younger? Okay. Not at all. No. All right. No. You got to watch it, Sean. It's awesome. It's, yeah, like, I'll definitely check it out. If you're an American Gladiator fan when you were a kid, this shit is it's really well done. It's like, I like, five, I like five or six it, parts, and it's like, like, I'll say this, it ends more uplifting than you would think. Like, I like the idea that you're totally unfamiliar with the controlled substances laws in Maryland, and you think they just lifted the ban on American Gladiators-related media. <laughs> like, like it just got declassified. Yeah, yeah it's finally it, you got, got, it got uh, American Gladiators is available for recreational use now. Um, <laughs> but like, the, like it's real, really good documentary series though. Like, but really to te- good. To TJ's point, like when I was a kid watching it, I never thought about the fact that these are these are not these these folks are not from Mount Olympus. These are these are these are human beings that are not allowed to wear pads because the competitors wear pads, and yeah. they are just putting their body through absolute hell. And then when they were explaining the taping, they'd be like, yeah, we'll film eight episodes in a day. So if I'm on the Cuban yeah. cannonball stand, I'm just catching 250 they, pounds of beef swinging at me eight, nine, ten times in a row. Yeah. And they had no doctors there. They had, like, no like, – literally like, it was like zero, an indie promotion. Yeah. Zero safety regulations. And then they were, like, shocked when somebody got hurt. And it's like, well, why the fuck, like – And it also spawned two of the most horrendous video games ever. The Nintendo I one is particularly that. bizarre because, like – at least the Genesis one kind of mimicked the show. The Nintendo one, they had like flying jet packs and fucking real guns <laughs> no. and shit. It was super weird. Anyway, recommend. That's everything I watched. All right. Pass the mic. Uh, Alec. Alec. <clears throat> I only watched one thing. I thought, yeah, I know good I job, more. Alec. <laughs> I know I watched more, but I can't think of what they were. So maybe I'll remember by next week. Okay. Uh, well, I watched, uh, we're the Millers. And that movie. Oh, I love that movie. That movie's hilarious. Uh, Sudeikis' first starring role, I believe. Um, Is it the Christine Applegate one? No, no, no. that's the one with um, Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston oh, okay. and uh, Emma Roberts. Yeah, and Will Patton. Not Will Patton. Will Patton. Yeah, Walter. That's oh. Walter. He's the nerdy kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has he's a, also yeah. Adam Warlock, right? Yes. yes. Now he's all jacked, and he peed on the tree in Midsummer. Um, it has one, I love that scene in that movie where they're teaching him, cause like the whole bit is that they have to pretend they're a family, but they're not. And that scene where they're like teaching him how to kiss, like, it's like all three of them yeah. are basically making out with him. And then like, I walks in, it's like, that shit's Yeah, hilarious. they're like, the girl that he likes is like walking through the window. Like, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> we also get no regrets out of that movie, which I love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fun movie. That's a very fun movie. It is a fun. It is a fun movie, and like, it kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't. I didn't have high expectations. And what's his name? The the, the drug it. dealer bad guy, the guy from the office. Ed Helms. Yeah, Ed, Ed Helms. Helms. Mileage may vary with me on Ed Helms. He's good in this. Some things I find him very annoying. Cedar Rapids, I think, was okay if I recall. He's really good. Yeah, at Cedar, Cedar Rapids yeah. is really good. I really I still need to see that. Yeah, it's him and John C. Riley. You'd love it. You would absolutely really love it. It's directed by somebody that we like, I believe. Yeah, it's uh, shit. Who is it? He made another movie that we liked. I can't. I'm, I'm looking it up now. So keep talking. Um, but we're the Millers. Very good. And if I remember what those other things were, I'll bring them up later and interrupt in the middle of the show. Beautiful. <laughs> no worries. Do it. <laughs> uh, I watched one thing. 
one thing. Um, also, oh, I think the writer of Cedar Rapids wrote a bunch of stuff that we like. He wrote Youth and Revolt, which is a movie I think I, I, only I and Sean yeah. like. I'm pretty um, sure that is correct. But I've I love it. it. But I honestly don't remember it. At That's all. the Michael Sarah movie. Yeah, I'll yeah. go back and check it out. I think you'd like it if you rewatched it. Um, why did I think Cedar Rapids? I feel like there's there's something with Cedar Rapids that ends up. I don't know. I'm looking it up now, and it, the connection's not there. But anyway, doesn't matter. Uh, I watched one thing. I watched Across the Spider Verse. Ooh. Um, I I loved it. I thought it was great. I I uh. I, I definitely, I see Alex's point because I will say if I had one complaint about this movie is that it takes a little while to get started. And then once it gets started, it kind of ends too fast. So the whole movie but, is just a point to set up the next movie. See, see, I, I slightly disagree with you there because I feel like there's, there is a, there's an arc to the movie. Like I felt like it was a complete story. But I wanted more. Like, I, was it, I think. Go ahead. Was it two movies that they just split? Like, did they make them at the same time? Is that the issue or no? No, no. They I well, I think they started production on it. But like, there's like a bunch of I, there's a bunch of articles now that says that there's no way they're going to make the target release date. So it's not done yet. Um, but anyway, I, I I really liked it. I And maybe and this does happen. You know, I kind of went in with lowered expectations because I was worried I wasn't going to like it. So maybe that went in its favor. Just like, like overall, the, date, the dating service for Mad TV. <laughs> lowered expectations. <laughs> you know, for a show that didn't last that long, man, it, it made a lasting impression on a lot of us. Look up the Snickers sketch. Uh, it was anyway. all prime. That's why it didn't have like a, a slow start and fall off and just anything bang. Yeah. Uh, also, like ninety percent of the sketches you couldn't redo because they're either no. <laughs> they look very racist. racist. <laughs> uh, Artie Lang. His name was Lange. Jesus Christ, not Christ the Wits. <laughs> oh, that's just my white mama. I told Artie you Lange. give me some Newports and a tuna and cheese. <laughs> Uh, don't make me break my foot off in your Whoa, ass. ass. Uh, anyway, into the spider. I I really liked it. I thought it was like super. I liked it just like I liked the first one. I thought it was super creative. When you when you go to like the Hall of Ricks, but like the the Hall of Spider Man, I loved every minute of that. Like I and like um, I mean, I guess it's a light spoiler, but like Scarlet Spider is in it. Oh, and he's literally drawn like a Tom Lyle drawing from the 90s. Like, he literally, like, it looks like... Does he have the hoodie peel. or the crop top and all that shit? Bro, he's got the whole thing. Like, he literally looks like you tore him out of the pages of the Clone Wars. And Andy Sandberg does the voice, and he talks like this, and he's very <laughs> 90s. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry, it just killed me. Is a like Spider's a, Man in it, too? I don't care if it's a spoiler. The, no. The, oh, okay. the, the one from Marvel's? Or, uh, what the hell is the name of that? Or Earth X. Is that, that's what you're talking no, about? No, no, no. The, the one where it was from like a newer book where it was like a thousand spiders that are pretending to be a man. They're all just like piled up on each no, other. No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't know though. You could, it, like when the Blu-ray comes out, you can literally pause the scene and there's like hundreds of Spider-Men. Like there, there's more than I could ever know or, you know what I mean? Like there, like sure there are more, there are more Spider-Men than I think actually exist. Like, yeah, it's, it's, had to be it's doing insane. Just, like, weird ass drawings of 
Well, I, I read an article the other day that was pretty funny where they had an idea where one of the Spider-Men was literally going to be a Toy Biz figure that was held by a human hand. I was like, that's, that's kind of funny. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Um, but overall, I, I don't know, man. I, I really enjoyed the movie. I Like I said, I did feel like there was a beginning, middle, and end. When it was over, I wanted more. But I I thought it felt like a complete movie. Um, But I liked all the Gwen stuff. I, I thought they did a good job with the Miles stuff. There's like a slight like twist on miles that like makes him interesting. And it kind of plays into his kind of outsider feel and how he feels kind of an outsider to, to everyone. I, I don't know. I really liked it. I'm looking forward like uh, when I, I'm looking forward to it coming out on like home release so I can watch it again. And like, uh, I, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, not as good as the first one, but like, that's a kind of an impossible standard to live up to, I think. But it was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. I think it's a worthy uh, sequel. Uh, did you so, like, did you like oh, all sorry. the, uh, all the live action cuts of all the live action I, stuff? I did. I thought it was great. Like, I, I, I know it's like silly to put that stuff in there, but like, it works. Like, is that Japanese Spider Man? Yes. He's in the okay. background. I, I definitely Sweet. noticed him. Also, there is like, uh, I don't want to give every joke away. But there's a hilarious little moment where, like, Steve Ditko's Spider-Man shows up in, like, a classic Spider-Man drawing you've seen a thousand times. And, the, like, the joke is pretty funny. I, I don't know, man. I, I really I really enjoyed it. I thought that I love the animation, like, just like I like the animation of the first one. But I feel like they turned it up even more crazy. Like, every time you see Spider-Punk, there's just this big, giant, yellow rectangle around him. Like, he just looks insane. Also, he's the best character in the movie. He's um, wonderful. Yeah, Spider Punk's awesome. Because uh, it's what's his name, Daniel, Daniel Kalea. Isn't that him? Daniel yeah. Kalea. Yeah, he's great, and he's really good in the movie. Also, like he uh, is he British? Oh yeah, yeah, he's definitely British. Okay, he was in uh, he's in all actually. the the Jordan Peele movies. Yeah, he's a, but he's never playing a British guy. Yeah, he was, a, he was a British guy in uh, Black Mirror. He's in that one episode of Black Mirror where they like have like the social scores on the bikes. Uh, oh yeah. Anyway, it was I. I really liked it. I uh, like I said, I can't wait to watch it again. Uh, Sean, I watched two things. Two things. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, I watched the first <laughs> two seasons of Stranger Things. Wow! It is, wow. It is a tick above fine. Like, I get why people like it, but it's like, I, I was texting TJ, and uh, I feel like we, especially on this show, we've seen a lot of things do what they're trying to do way better. Like, I think Psycho Gorman does a better job of it. I think uh, Paper Girls, the comic, I haven't seen the TV. I think that's done a better job. I think Turbo Kid does a better job. Like, it's like, it's just nostalgic in like set decoration, but it doesn't really like, I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't feel like it really has anything to say about the time period. And I'm not expecting it to be this deep rumination on the rise of neoliberalism or anything, right. but it's just kind of like bleh and the effects like look really bad. And that show's not that old. And I don't feel like I know anything about the kids like at all, <laughs> like uh, except for 11, the, re- the kids are just kind of there. And then I started the third season and like, I don't know if it's a writer's issue or like the whole cast had a lobotomy between seasons, but they're just real dumb all of a sudden. Hmm. Like, uh, what's his name? Um, Hellboy. Uh, what the, why can't I think of his name? Oh, uh, da- David Harbour. David Harbour is like a total boob at the beginning of the season. Cause now he has another daughter, even though he had a daughter before, but now he doesn't know how to act all of a sudden. I don't know. It's, 
it's fine. Um, and then I watched Guardians of the Galaxy three. Oh, excited to hear this. I loved you it. Did. I thought it was really ah, good. Yeah. Right, um, good, yeah. Uh, I think probably because it's so disconnected from the Marvel shit. Like, I didn't oh, feel like I had to have a compendium. In fact, the only thing that didn't work for me that well was the the Nebula, or not the Nebula, but the Gamora storyline. And I don't think uh, the movie's super interested in that either. No. It, like, I mean, I, I liked, I like, I did like, for me personally, I liked the, the Peter and Gamora stuff. Like, especially like, I, I think I said this when, when I talked about the movie, but like, I think like, Chris Pratt actually does like a really good job, like showing his emotions in this movie. And I yeah. thought that like them being like, you know, together, but not together. I, I that part kind of worked for me. I don't know. It just felt kind of stitched in. Like it felt like, you know, I think James Gunn had a, a, a good handle on the characters prior to her getting whatever. I don't even know what her, how she came back or whatever. Like I'm, I forgot like what her status She's was. from the alternate. She's from the past. Like when, right. Right. I had the same problem when I watched the movie. I remember, like, rem- I think I said on the show, like, I couldn't remember how she came back to life. Like, I forgot. Right, so more than never knew anybody. Yeah, and it's just like, it again, it doesn't feel like anything, but it's not really about that. It's more about, uh, obviously about Rocket, and I was texting TJ, and I was like, man, when I first started, I was like, they should just make a Wii 3 movie. And then he's like, yeah. well, James Gunn's a big comic guy. I'm sure he, he has read it. And then we looked it up and it, he, he'd actually tried to adapt it before and couldn't. Yeah. So this is like a stealth adaptation of that book, which is really good if you, you know, like want to be sad for a couple of weeks. Yeah. It's and sad, I also, it's a sad book. It's well, very yeah. sad. It's very Alec, good. Read it. Alec, Alec. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> have you ever read, read We Three? Yeah. I never, no, I never heard of it. It's good. It's, it's uh, more than yeah. quietly. It's only like what it's like, sixty pages. It's very maybe? short, and there's yeah, no graphic. Gra- it's a graphic novel. A graphic novel. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's, I wouldn't recommend. No, come on. I want to say there's almost like no dialogue in it. <laughs> like it's, just very little. Yeah. Um, and I do like that they don't like. There's no status quo at the end. They, it's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they yeah. can regroup and do whatever they're gonna do. And Star Lord will return and all that other horse shit. But it's just like it's done now. And like I like that. I you know, the worst thing would have been it's really is, good. You know, it's on the plane, man. Yeah, in a dumber movie, uh it would have been that like Gamora comes back with them and she you know, they share a moment with Peter and then you could just see it's going to end up exactly where they were before. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Did you like all this stuff on the weird uh like alternate earth with all the like animal people? I thought that yeah, was I, a lot of fun. It's cool. I thought the high evolutionary was a lot of fun because that he like that great. concept sucked. Yeah. In like when you go back and read those books, I know they're oh. from the hokey age. Oh, I know. But like I'm gonna make these giant ducks. Why? I don't, I don't know. They just like, I evolve stuff. Yeah, why? Because. Just because. He's, he's like a real... Oh, I'm not a doctor. He's a very confusing <laughs> character. Like, but I, I, that actor, the guy from uh, uh, Peacemaker, too, he's really good. Like, I thought he was great in the fucking movie. And the yeah, movie's he's a real... A plus, A plus villain. Oh, 100%. One, one of the best, like, I would yeah, say... Yeah, and he didn't need, like, he best, wasn't like, like Loki, where you needed, like, six movies to really establish him as a really great villain, or, like... Mm-hmm. A good one-off. And the movie's real gross and dark still. Like, it's still a very James Gunn movie. Like, the fucking rabbit is horrifying. Cute, oh but like... Oh, my God, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, I'm, I, glad, I, I'm glad you liked it. I, I thought I thought you would. I had a feeling yeah. you, would, you would like it. 
Yeah, there's really nothing not to like. And Batista, that one moment where he's like, are we still pretending to be Mad Mantis, you asshole? Like, I just couldn't stop laughing. He was so, I mean, he's been good in all of them, but like, he's really good in this. Like, I like, I like, I thought it was really cute when like, you find out like what his thing is. He's just an idiot and he's good with kids. Like, I don't know. It's kind of sweet. Like, I I love that he doesn't have like a gay panic moment when she's, when she's like, you're madly in love with him. And he's like, hey, how are you doing? He's like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, no, I that, thought it was that great. sequence was fun too with like the zero gravity and the weird like well, when, when they reveal that the fucking the gladiators or whatever are just wearing those goofy ass costumes that's not like actual <laughs> aliens no <laughs> I love it I don't like Will no, Poulter's great creative. I mean he's not in it a whole lot but he's a lot of fun like you yeah, know, it's, a movie, it's, a, it's a movie that has something to say like uh, I love Cosmo and uh yeah, Cosmo, Cosmo looks kind of like the dog from Wii 3. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah, a lot like it, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, well, he, Sean, Sean Gunn's really good at it. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. really good. He's, he's a really good actor. So, are we excited at all for James James Gunn's Superman? I I read an interview with I, him the other it. day that <laughs> said that his key influence on it is all-star Superman. And I'm like, all right, yeah, okay. that, that's going to be you have my inte- just attention. Do, well, I guess you can't just do that. Right. Cause well, that's no, basically he, the last he, Superman story, right? Yeah, like he, he dies at the end. You can't do yeah. that. I mean, I mean well, he died in, in Batman versus Superman. So I guess he could do whatever. Yeah, yeah. Fair point. But he's going to have to like clean up his style a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because there's not really anything in Superman that's like super gross or wet, like yeah. he likes to do. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. Like, unless, Except unless for Lois. Made... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unless you made like the villain some weird like bio Bizarro weapon or something. Like, oh, yeah, I guess God. you get a really gross Bizarro. Bizarro is. Cool. I mean, Bizarro is in in All Star Superman, so like Brainiac, but it's just like Krang. Like, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be Lex Luthor, right? Like, it kind of has to be. I feel like it's like it's like the Joker. Like, it's gonna be Lex at some point. You know what I mean? I feel like, and I don't I don't think it necessarily should be. I just feel like you like that's just what audience are programmed for. Even you know, though Superman, yeah. even though Superman you know, has like a million like. Make it fucking. DJ, what was what was the uh, what the authority is. analog that you remember that Superman arc they did where it was like what's so funny about Truth oh, Justice in the America the, way uh, where they kind of yes uh fuck 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 yeah and then one guy had like a, a, a Union Jack jacket and, yeah because uh, he was Jenny he was Jenny Sparks or whatever sure, like what? I know exactly I can't they even made a cartoon about it uh they made yeah. like one of the DC the, Super, the elite. Was that the Superman elite. versus the elite? Yes, yeah. the elite, yes. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, but I think you'd have to, like, have a working understanding of, like, the authority for that to make a whole lot of sense. But I guess you, you could do yeah. something. I don't know. Who knows? You it's going to be bad. It, I mean, I don't know. Also, it's, did you guys see the guy they cast to play Superman? He literally just looks like he a, he looks like a thinner version of Henry Cavill. Like, he yeah. looks exactly the same. Like, if you put both their faces next to each other, you'd be like, wait, is that not the same guy? It's kind of hilarious. I just, I just love the idea of Henry Cavill screaming at some like 19 year old production assistant because Geralt of Rivera doesn't walk that way or whatever. And then going and doing the worst acting job anyone's ever seen. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, apparently he's like a real loon. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's also like a, uh, a men's rights, uh, big Twitter guy, oh, which kind of sucks. Oh, yeah. shit, is he a Gamergate guy? 
No, but he's he's said some things. And it's uh, like, all right, dude, how good would that be if it would, if uh, fucking Henry Cavill does spotlight for Gamergate? Like he's just trying to track <laughs> down Zoe Quinn. Oh, uh, that would be hilarious. Hey, Gogs, he's uh, he's uh, actively working on a 40k movie for. He's Netflix. a very big 40k nerd. Turns yeah. out. Oh no! He, all right, he, there's a 20 percent chance he's a Nazi. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been, I, I feel like the, since I've been starting to play 40k, I feel like the plight of men is not careful, been... careful. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, I, I want to say like six months ago or something, apropos of nothing, I texted TJ, I was like, isn't it weird that Gogs doesn't do Warhammer 40k? I feel like that's something he'd be into. Yeah, it's my, it's the next logical step. Yeah. It's pills. Right. It's the next logical step for you. You know, you know what? None of this shit, man. <laughs> All right. Just, which movie are we doing first? Are we doing it in the order that we watched it in, or, Should we do or it in how order, do I know which or? order everybody watched it in? Because I watched it in reverse oh, order. True. Uh, let's do Multiplicity first. Okay. Um, guys, what happened in Multiplicity? The worst person you could meet uh, is married to Andy McDowell, and he's just sort of a jerk off scumbag. And he runs into uh he's a, uh he's he's a he's a contractor. He's a contractor, don't get me he's started. He's a real about guy's guy on. and a he's dude's a, dude. He's a real guy's guy, but he doesn't know shit about how to build a condo, but we won't get into that on this yeah. podcast. Uh, so, it's funny though, like to have I love uh, the idea that the, the GCs run around there trying to fucking close a pipe when it's legal. Like he's not wrenches. just sitting in the truck sleeping. I like he's turning I, I like he's turning a, a PVV a P a C P V C pipe. As with a fucking pipe for him. Yeah. yeah. Like, also, <laughs> also uh, I'm glad Sean mentioned it because it was something that I was uh, watching the movie. I was like, this guy is like the fucking. He's the the manager. He wouldn't be on these fucking jobs. So it doesn't fucking do anything. Like, right. Well, you meet him, you meet him. He's he's chewing out. He, he's chewing out Shit's Creek because they tore up the wrong driveway. Because he's possibly Cuban or Italian or Jewish. I'm not yeah. sure what his uh, affectation is supposed to be. Uh, Eugene Levy has some of the funnier lines in this movie. He's like, the best part of this. Movie. He, he has, don't get me wrong. There's a part in this movie where oh. he gets fired for being late, and he's like, he gets rehired later on, and he's like, "You told me to be here at eight thirty. I'd like you to point at the time." He's like, "It's nine fifteen. He's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. <laughs> Happened his watch. No, he's that the was hilarious. That was the funny. best thing is when he sees the multiple Michael Keatons. He no sells it. He's like, "All right." Well, everybody knows sells it. Like, I don't want to get too far off topic as you just started, but like this whole movie, it revolves around Annie McDowell's like deep psychosis. Oh yeah. Oh no. She even, yeah. At the end, she sort of acknowledged it. Also, she is just a, can a woman be a poonham? She is just a unmitigated. Oh yeah. She's a fuck machine and possibly a groomer. Oh, well, in in a lot of ways. Yes. But anyway, let's get back to it. So (laughs) Michael Keaton is, he's basically kind of a scumbag. He has a shit job and that's fine. His wife's, getting in his ass about stuff because she wants to go back to work selling real estate. Oh, he's just, playing like a less charming version of that character he played in Gung Ho. He's playing he's playing a less charming version of who he was in Mr. Mom. Yeah. Like, these are all... And yeah. I love Michael Keaton. This is not this, Michael Keaton. Oh, me fault. too. This, this is movie, possibly Harold yeah. Ramis's fault, and I love Harold Ramis. Um, so... Harold meets, Ramis was involved in this movie? He directed, he directed it. it. Um, oh, I didn't even realize. So he, so his boss is a, so Michael Keaton's a piece of shit. His boss is a piece of shit. Q is a piece of shit. Everyone that works there is a piece of shit. Well, uh, he goes, Q is, Q is a piece of shit. Uh, he goes, uh, he, he makes a condo's water main explode in a wall and that causes a, a, a scientist with quite questionable ethics to be like, Hey, do you want there to be more you? Apropos of 
nothing. The operational security in this, what I would assume is a highly secret fucking project, possibly run by the CIA. (laughs) Yeah, like, there's no possible way. Like, all the Biden clones, they came out of this, right? The reason the the storm is not yet upon us is because of this scientist. So we're he's here and he's like, how would you like to play golf all the time while someone else turns the wrenches and possibly bangs your wife? He's like, that's a great idea. Sign me up, chief. I don't know if my insurance will cover it, but it's the 80s. No one cares. So he gets he, I don't know why he had to be put under and done to all the things that were done to him just to what, what a mouth swab would have taken well, care I, of. I also love the framing of this, that his life is so bad because it's 1988 or whatever. He's like kind of busy. Like, right. that's, that's his second, great. Because, because, because he has to pay attention to his kids every now and then. I mean, he's doing his. He's his being life. a real he's being a real gogs. Okay, you know what? It's hard sometimes. I wish there was more. No, I don't. They're gonna watch ten movies. Yeah, I'm on my exercise bike watching a fucking slideshow, but like well, refused to stop doing either. This this gogs watched ten movies. The other gogs took care of my kids. Um, oh. So no, he, this oh, guy's God, doing two so gogs. Can you imagine? God, can you imagine? Here's your lemonade. Here's your beer. So I, I need to get. We need the 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 uh, the, the the mentally impaired gogs. <laughs> The third coffee. Um, so well, no, it'd be easy because we wouldn't have to give him numbers. We'll just use all his different names. And well, this is Drew, oh, and then yeah. this is Vance, and then this is Gogs. Like, so we'll always know which one's which. That's that line is one of the that line is one of the lines that I remember from this movie. It's like, yeah, you know, you make a copy of a copy, and it's not quite yeah. as sharp as the original. <laughs> I don't remember that line before it. Uh, oh, I've seen this movie it. like. 30 times. Oh, this is oh, my first, first viewing. By I've the never way. seen really? this movie. Oh. Yeah, I've never seen this. The, I the most I, it was, I always thought it was, um, I don't know. It always looked weird to me. Like the motion correction or something. Weird. It does. Yeah. When no, they're in the like, same scenes. Oh, like, strange. yeah, when they're doing the, the, the mirror match shit. Like, yeah, and yeah. like, I remember even well, when I was younger and thought, I was like, something's weird. It looked, it looks almost like it was like, Filmed when they're together, like a different frame rate or something. Yeah, it's very strange. One of them that I think is the original is making like these really exaggerated movements for some reason or another. Like he's Michael Michael Keatoning it, so you know he's the real one. You want to get nuts? (laughs) Let's get nuts. So like so anyway, so Michael Keaton, he goes, he he gets put under. All they need to do is just like take one of his like hairs and put it in a tube, and then it makes. And this is a horrifying idea. Oh, the the, vac- making, the fucking injection molded Michael Keaton. Well, no, it makes a full blown copy of you with all of your memories and thoughts. Yeah. So unlike the other movie that we saw, which is like your copy that you need to teach how to be you, this yeah. is a this is a shot for shot remake of the original Michael Keaton, except yeah. This, well, in this, this version a, you get there's a gay one, and uh, then there's a math uh, ultra cool. Math I'm glad one. you brought that up. Uh, well, quick, r- remind me to bring that back up or when you get uh, to this, this is only going to take a second. Okay. Did, did anybody else, when they showed the fucking weird, like easy bake oven, Michael Keaton, it reminded me of that, that weird freak out scene in possessor where the woman like can't feel her face. And then it's yeah. like in that weird plastic mask. <laughs> yeah. like, this is fucking terrifying. Like what the hell is this? Anyway, go ahead. That's all. Well, so Michael Keaton, who doesn't want to spend any time with his family because his life is so hard and he's just so unsuccessful, he takes his clone that he somehow afforded and then put that clone up in the second house that's on his property where he keeps his cars 
because yeah, he's this, doing this, just this is, fine. Well, can, can we also movie, talk about another movie where this guy is comfortably like a millionaire? Well, yeah. And he's also like the architecture of the architect of his own suffering because Andy McDowell is some kind of like super realtor. And well, she's like, thing. well, I could just go back to work. And he's like, no, oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> they're holding that whole, they're holding that mortgage down on his one salary. Like yeah. he's doing fine. Yeah. So, um, so then he's like, all right, I'm going to make a clone of me. That clone's going to be business, business me. And that and they, they give them what's possibly the most noticeable behind the ear tattoo. They take up like half his skull with that. Like who doesn't notice Do you think that? There's any diehard multiplicity super fans who have gotten those tattoos. Oh God! I hope not. It's probably also, happened, though, like, right? Also, like the the idea, and it, it reminded me of uh, that Black Mirror episode, the, the like Star Trek uh, parody episode where the guy where Jesse, Jesse Plemons uh, one Plemons makes those clones, but they're like sentient and they like are yeah. alive. So like Michael Keaton's like he understands that this is literally a one to one cop street sometimes. It's like a one-to-one copy of himself that has like full autonomy, and he's like, "Well, you're just gonna live in my attic and just work." But the thing is, though, he comes out ready to rock and do that. Like he is not the clone is like. So I I brought this up to TJ, and I don't want to get too fucking nerdy about this, but the the Michael Keaton and the first two clones are like the the Freudian uh, personality trilogy, right? So like two is the id. And then three is the super ego, and then the original one's the ego, right? The one between the two of them. Like, but like, did so, cause we don't really see the goings on of when he goes back to get the second clone. So like, did he go to the doctors like, hey, uh, doc, uh, my first clone, he's, uh, he's a little too butch. Can you, uh, make another one, but kind of, uh, I don't know, tone it down, clear him up a little bit. A little bit <laughs> like, yeah. Or is that an axe? Is that a byproduct of the cloning that it like separates a, parts of your personality? I and also, why would that happen? I think it's a byproduct of the personality because I feel like there's no other way that it would have happened on the first Michael Keaton, right? So you're taking, but the, but the like, first Michael Keaton's not like totally dissimilar from the original. He's a workaholic though. He's like a much and more. He's, he's really horny. Yeah, well, also like this, this trope of like, I'm super horny for my wife and vice versa is like very quaint, like, but it's like, he has to ask for the other clone to be like, kind of fey, right? Like, (laughs) well, yeah, you're right. He he got him specifically for domestic assistance, right? right? So (laughs) he must have been like, you know, just house, house him up a little bit, make him a little. Just, just just lighten his loafers a little bit, just a little bit, Doc. Like you know, like not that. But but that and 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 you're bringing up a point that I wanted to bring up, which is the movie in some ways it does understand its own rules because uh, he he introduces clone number two, the original clone. Let's say the original clone. He he brings him to his garage mansion, and clone (laughs) number two isn't like, yeah, I know the garage. I have all of your memories. He's like, what am I doing here? It's like, well, yeah, that's a good point. And I'm like, good point. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So which, this movie doesn't know also, what it is. Like, I also have to understand that Michael Keaton has at some point forbade Annie McDowell from ever going in the backyard, or he's maybe like she went up there Why before ever... and like punched her out or something. Because he's, like, he's a real, would a he's woman a real be Jonah in a garage Hill establishing boundaries. Sean. <laughs> so anyway, so they make. I don't like what Annie one. McDowell posts their surfing pictures. <laughs> Clone, clone number one, uh, just, just knocking out of the park with the job. He's everywhere at once. He's like multiple man, but as a single person. And now 
clone, original Michael Keaton's like, well, I guess I get to take everyone to dancing and cook all the time. He's like, oh, this sucks. Which he does for a day. A day. <laughs> a day. There's one, yeah. Like there's and one he, day and he goes to Andy McDowell and he tells you can get her job back and he's like, oh, honey, this well, isn't going to work. There's also, so, a, so a am I to understand that he has never interacted with these children before? <laughs> like he's like never done any way. of this stuff. He also goes to a, a child, a, a boys football game wearing a Penn State hat, which is funny just because, you know. <laughs> yeah, so. And um, these kids are in like a half a scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're barely he, in this movie. I which forget is fine, that, I, I forgot that he has kids in most of this movie. Like he's so tied up, like he's. He he obviously hates his children, but, well, like, but he yeah. goes. Can, well, can we also thing. talk about Michael Keaton's tenuous grasp on sports in this movie? Because like it's like, oh, he's a real guy's guy, but uh, he he wants the the Pop Warner team to institute a pro set offense, which okay, and then he stops at the Lakers game, which is have any of you guys like besides the Orioles because it's like four dollars to go see it, and you can just drop in like basketball is not a drop in and out co-op situation like you buy tickets no. in advance whatever you don't just stop by the lakers game in downtown los angeles and when they ask him about the game he goes oh it's good van exel hit a three like i know this isn't this this is like the <laughs> early 90s nba but like like and it, it's not like you know nick van exel's brian scalabrini like he's a competent <laughs> jump shooter you're not gonna be like over like oh my god nick van exel hit a three-point basket son right like right. I, I don't know <laughs> sorry i know it's a well, weird thing to get hung up on but oh, also th- well, there's... the thing that i the thing that i kept getting hung up on is his whole pl- <laughs> his, his whole plan was to clone more guys <laughs> to help with his around the house and do right. the job and stuff but for every guy he clones, he's having to spend exp- exponentially more money for food. Maybe That's not clothes. True. Maybe yeah. not clothes because they can just share clothes. They're all the same right. size. But food. And his whole thing is like he he can barely make ends meet. But it's the first thing that he does when he gets a clone is he starts going golfing every day and going to Lakers right. games. And yeah. renting and going sailing with Brian Doyle time. Murray and the girl yeah, he, from fucking uh, from Modern, Modern Family. Family. Like, yeah, why yeah, Brian I, Doyle I, Murray was a girl literally probably 50 years younger than him. I, wouldn't ask, I, I, need to I ask, thought that was his yeah, daughter that, at say, first. Save like, that for his brother Bill, not did, like Brian Doyle. Did I miss something or did he just fuck off and go sailing for like a day and a half for he, no he, reason? No, that's what happened. Well, because okay, they they were like, oh, you should ask Andy McDowell to come with us one time, and then I forget what happens, and then he doesn't. But he gets all seasick or whatever. Anyway, the movie yeah. is it's ludicrous. So let's let's jump to the chase. Uh, he is gonna he he he's got this master plan to learn to become a mariner. So he's like, uh, I'm gonna be away for two days. Uh, no one bang my wife. Well, guess what happens? Literally, everyone does in the matter of I would say less than three hours. She so has, her, first of all, she's got like a bubblegum vagina at this point. Like oh, it heavens. is just chewed up and destroyed. Um, second of all, like this begins to really notice Andy McDowell's like serious mental issues because like she has sex with him three times. They, we're, we're to presume they haven't had sex in like 50 years, like every married couple in right. this era, right? <laughs> they have sex three times within like, like Gog said, within an hour at least. And he fucks three different ways. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I don't fuck like I'm doing like character class builds or like, oh, I'm going to try the dexterity this time. Like, you're a pretty, a pretty normal, like, routine. I put These all guys my points are, in stamina. It never works right. out. They're yeah, all got, fucking I, totally yeah. differently. And the, the Steve, the other copy, the one, you know, that's, you know, 
Oh, we can't say that we able human being. We, yeah. we can't um, say it anymore. I, yeah. I I texted Sean. It's like it's fun that like it used to be a trope that just the mentally handicapped. <laughs> like that was the was joke. Yeah. Always the joke. Yeah. But like, and and she doesn't notice. She's like, oh, that's kind of goofy. <laughs> right. Yeah, she's like, like, and it's a, it, she's go ahead. him, and he just goes, my pee pee. Like she yeah. him, right? like she's like, like we have to do oh, a yeah. spade a spade. Like the third one is it's that's sexual assault. Like he doesn't yeah. know what's going on. No, she she caught him. He seems terrified when yeah. when he when he discloses that she has touched his peppy. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what? Um, and and Amy Dalla is just so hard up for it. Like she just sees an erection. She's, she's like a finally fuck machine, and yeah. like um she knows. Like she has to right. Like. Because it's not like because she's like oh you've been acting so strange lately it's not he hasn't been acting strange he's been act he's acting like like a grenade went off near him you know yeah, what I mean like he, right. he has like well, a she's TBI like, this he's acting like made... Aaron Hernandez and she's like whatever I'm getting piped <laughs> and if I if I, I I could be remembering this wrong but doesn't she go for round two to one of them. No, like, she does. She, uh, gets, no. she she gets round twoed by number two, and then That's she gets right. round three by the clone he, of the clone. They're both they're both in the bathroom, and she like knocks his towel off, and he still has a boner or something. Bro, yeah, and then she's, she's wearing a whole board. ass different clothes. Doesn't remember because it's not the same person. Shit that happened minutes ago. She's like, "Aren't you wearing a different shirt?" And he's like, "Nope." And she's like, "Oh <laughs> shit!" Well, I guess I'm crazy. You know, you're right. She's either she's like textbook gaslit at this point because she <laughs> right. just doesn't know up from down, left from right. <laughs> I mean, but not for nothing, not that this movie is going for this at all, but like yeah. Michael Keaton, like God, you've already said numerous times, like he sucks. Like there, there's the opening scene of this movie where like he comes wait, wait, late let's, and he, let's run it back. Michael Keaton, the actor doesn't suck, but Mike Keaton's character in this movie, oh, correct. Sucks. Doug. No, nobody, nobody thought Doug that. Everyman. No, nobody okay. thought I meant actually Michael no. Keaton. Michael Keaton's great, but no, I, I meant his character. Um, but anyway, that scene, it like towards the beginning of the movie where like he comes home late and he decides to eat cereal. Weird. Um, Donnie, like, love it. Been there, yeah. yeah. Cereal's delightful. I love cereal. I'll eat it right now. Fruity Pebbles, um, bitch. Like, I never buy cereal because I can only eat it in units of a box. Like, I can't just have like one serving. But anyway, like, he eats the cereal and then they get in an argument. This is when she says she wants to work again and he like screams at her and then he's like, He's like, call the exorcist. I didn't know where that came from. Like, he's obviously like kind of abusive and shitty because like that's not just common. I'm sorry, he's, Kevin Nealon, baby. <laughs> he's unlikable. Like he's no one in this movie is likable. No. no one in this movie is likable. Yeah, Michael Keaton's character is is it's an odd main character. It really is. Like you know, I don't bad for him the whole time. If anything, I'm, well, this I, is another this is another one of those movies where it feels like it was written by a guy who is moderately well to do, if not well to do, that has like these minor, minor, minor inconveniences like and Mitt Romney huge ass problems. Movie. Yeah, hey yeah. Mitt, what's your favorite meat? Hot dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The uh, the guy that wrote this also wrote Animal House. Strangely enough, I love Animal House. Oh wait, oh, wait stop, stop, stop. Is his what? name Doug Kenny? No, his name is Chris Miller. Okay, because Doug Kenny and Chris Miller, they were the guys that started the National Lampoon, and I believe that's the same Michael- guy. I believe Michael guy. Keaton's character is Doug Kenny, is he not? Uh, yeah, Harold Ramos named him that after that. Because that yeah, guy yeah. killed, he threw himself off a cliff. Yeah, that, so it's a bunch it, of rich assholes from Harvard or whatever. Yeah. The, well, yeah, okay. So that, that and, whole and thing tracks now. This is a, uh, a short, Chris Miller, Multiplicity is based off a short story that he published in National Lampoon. 
Oh, well, it feels like a short story because I was talking with TJ and I said, this feels like your mom explaining the plot of a Calvin and Hobbes strip to you for 90 minutes. Yeah, it's literally the same bit. Over, it's just the over. same joke. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, so let's get to that. Let's get it over with. So now uh after everyone bangs Annie McDowell, she must have like something going on downstairs because Macho uh Macho Mike Keaton gets the flu. Uh, and so they have to send Faye Mike Keaton to the job site to meet a building inspector who is going way above his authority, might I add, to shut this place down over a well, you know California gas. and their regulations. Well, I mean, yeah, but right. that whole gas pipe thing is horseshit. But anyway, so uh but here's the other thing the movie doesn't know its rules and they kind of almost address it in the scene. Do you think anybody Mike in, Keaton involved with this movie minus Michael Keaton has been within sniffing distance of a job site before? No. no. But okay. like this, so, but like, well, are you talking about the fact that the clone should have known at least something? Yes. Yeah. Like, it, uh, yeah. Since he has all of like good point memories up until yeah. like well, he, he only has, but he only has his week. gay memories. Don't yeah, forget. Like, he doesn't. Oh. Get, yeah. <laughs> like, he, like, <laughs> he remembers the shirtless dude, Jack hammering plaster or whatever. So yeah. now. He gets he gets fired because his boss, Michael Keaton's boss, is the most ungrateful piece of shit of all time. Uh, and then he has to go home and be like, well, I guess I got fired. I and Everyone's sad. Annie McDowell leaves finally because she's like, this is too much. This is too weird. Uh, and he goes and they. Oh, no. So boating the real Michael Keaton comes back to this mess, realizes they're single in their mansion. They don't want to be banging hooers. They want to get Annie McDowell back. So what do they do? They rebuild the whole house he always planned on Pause. doing in his spit. Go ahead. Okay, so this is where Annie McDowell's fucking lunacy comes full force. Like this is the house that she wanted. It is built like a like a fucking house in what dreams may come. It's like a it makes zero <laughs> sense. Like there's just this blue tiled wall to nowhere in the middle of the fucking dining room. The backyard is obviously a set. She's like, you know what I'd like if my backyard looked like a cheap movie set. Like it it is like insane and then they walk past these built-ins that he made that are chock-a-block full of fucking dishes and knickknacks so i think she's also a hoarder yeah. <laughs> the place is a mess but it's now it's a mess with a patinaed uh copper fire reveal so and the ugliest kitchen you've ever seen in your entire life oh, it even is, for the it, 80s it was fucking horrendous trash so so she takes him back and he sends off three full-blown self-actualized clones of himself off to Miami, which to, hang on, which she sees, she yeah, looks she, out, and maybe maybe you can go, okay, the 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 one with the goggles and the hat, maybe she doesn't notice. The other two are literal genetic clones of her husband at the same age, and she's like, well, I just see him everywhere. Like, like she's, it, has yeah. she totally she dissociated, having, or like, is, what is going on? Cognitive dissonance. She has lost it. She should not be around children. She should not be operating a vehicle. This woman. The rest of her life, and you know what? She'll be chasing the dragon of that three night. That, that yeah, it's like the Doctor Manhattan, the good version of the Doctor Manhattan three way. Yeah, like she'll <laughs> never, she'll never find that again in the. OG. Keep, instead of like building his fucking uh, uninterruptible power source, he's sailing with yeah. Brian Doyle Murray. He's yeah. like, I'll, I'll just leave these fucking loose cannon clones. <laughs> Also, there's no follow up with the doctors or anything. It just no. Kind of... No. What's funny is the doctor is so immoral that like one of the clones went back to the doctor. He's like, "Yeah, he's into making a copy of a copy for science." Yeah, he didn't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. He was like, "Okay." 
Okay, you just gonna turn loose. Yeah, this, like they, they should have made the doctor an ex Nazi. Like they should have just gave him a German accent. Been, and I could have into it. Yeah. yeah. Also, some, we didn't talk about it, but some of the doctor's assistants were also clones. That's correct. Or they yeah. appeared to be clones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there is so much horrific shit going on in this movie that is not addressed because they yeah, just have to go like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if part of me was real straight, part of me was I mean, kind of gay? It's it's like if you it, you could rewrite this movie and turn it into like a Black Mirror episode. Like there's like unintentional horror going on in this movie all over the place. Can you imagine well, like, being brought into this world as a fully actualized version of yourself that can't tell that you you there's no distinguishing you it, can't it even is, fuck your own wife. Right. Well, you, I, I, it's a nightmare. If this whole movie was shot original. from Clone One's perspective, it's a horror movie. Well, and well, it's, like, also I, more, I, I, it's more interesting. It's kind of an interesting movie. Also, Clone One is a fucking dickhead because Clone fucking uh, Two and Three are about to get some fucking strange, and Clone One's like, no, no, no. Like, they were about to get fucked. Like, Wait, no, no, that was, wasn't. That was the OG. OG was the No, was there was the both one. of them were there at that point. No, that's what I'm saying. Wait. Yeah, Michael Keaton comes. The original Doug comes in when they're in the fucking these two these two fucking Costco sample server hookers (laughs) that go back to his treehouse with identical (laughs) twins, and they're down to fuck both of them. Also, when the third one shows up, they're like, "How many are you?" Like, not again, not 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 phased at all. And there's there's a scene in this movie where Michael Keaton, uh, the fruity Michael Keaton, is like wrapping meatloaf, and it's this whole involved thing. And like Annie McDowell, if she's a normal human being, is like, I don't know what this thing is that was my husband, but I'm going to smother it with a pillow yeah. when it's asleep. Yeah. Because this is not the same person. It's a body snatchers situation. Yeah. Right? Like, also, uh, like, I call, I'll just call him Business Keaton, like, brought his, like, assistant to the fanciest restaurant they know in town to bang her because he can't bang his wife. And it's just, yeah. it's yeah, also like, like, she's like, she's also like perfectly okay with, like, it's very weird. Like, that yeah. whole, that whole scene well, is very it's, odd. It's, it's like, I don't know what I was looking up if Turtles had feelings the other day because I'm, I'm at that phase of my life. And, like, <laughs> apparently they can feel, like, stress and fear and boredom, but not happiness. That's Aww. these clones. Like, all Aww. they have are the negative emotions. They're not allowed to have any of the positive emotions. God damn. Yeah, make this whole movie from the first clone's perspective, and it is a horror film. Also, the assistant looked really familiar, but I could not place her fate. Like, she's she's been in stuff. Like, the whole I was like... I, I cared enough, but not enough to look it up. Anyway, I think that's all. We got anything else to say about this movie? No, let's wrap it up. Alec, what was your favorite part about this movie? Was, was it, it the science? science? <laughs> um, no, my favorite part was seeing when the clone is drinking the uh, the Coca Cola and see it being nostalgic oh. for those round Coke bottles. Oh, oh yeah, those stupid flared ones they have now. Bullshit. <laughs> Uh, him just chugging that two liter. I was like, oh god. I used to do that. Oh. Yeah, and Michael Keaton's like bribing him with it to find out if he slept with his wife. Yeah, it didn't leave the bottle. Like it's like yeah. <laughs> Alright, five knuckle shuffle time. Uh gogs. Three Three's generous. Three for three clones. <laughs> three for three clones. It's not good. I don't, I I didn't care for it. Uh, my, everyone's utterly unlikable. The plot is ludicrous. Even for a cloning ludicrous. movie, um, it's not it's not my cup of tea. I 
I feel like it's been held in like, I feel like our collective, like in the zeitgeist, it's like held in some sort of regard, but well, it's not, we just love Michael Keaton. Yeah. I guess that's gotta be it. Right. But it's not, it's not particularly good. No one's good in it. Uh, and, uh, it's, it's dumb. And if it was the horror movie that we keep talking about, it would have been a better film and Michael Keaton would have still been gold in it. Uh, Sean. It's a, also a three for me. Like it's bad. I like Michael Keaton, but it's like it, the movie weirdly has no stakes. Like I was, uh, I was telling, I guess it must have been TJ, that like you could make a really dark version of this movie right now where all the clones have to get like shitty gig work jobs just so they can afford their apartment. You know what I mean? Like that they had real problems, but like his problems are so like non-existent that like it doesn't, nothing amounts to anything. And like, I forget who said it. It's just the same gag over and over and over again. And like it, it wears thin pretty quick. Well, yeah, his problems amount to nothing, but they're, like, stressing and killing him. But as soon as his wife's like, well, I have a solution. Yeah, he's like, like, no, I'm going to get myself cloned. Yeah, it's very <laughs> odd. I can't go back to work, honey. No, I you're a change of diaper. First off, you're a woman. Shut up. Second yeah. off, <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to clone myself. I'll fucking take, take care of everything. Yeah. Uh, Alec. Uh, it's like a three. Three for three clones. Love it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Put that like, on the box. It's, just, it's not a... I remember it being a lot more fun than this. And it's not. Uh, I guess 1996 freshman high school Alec was a lot more forgiving. Is this of, from 96? Uh, <laughs> it's an old yeah. film. Yeah. Oh my god, I feel like it's from like 91. <laughs> like, um, but yeah, this movie is not. came out a, a year after Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Yeah, like like two years before or a year before the Matrix. That's <laughs> just not good. It's uh, and Michael Keaton's trying his damnedest, but there's just not not good material there to keep it together. And he just everything he does, he just comes off as like the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> and it's like whoever wrote this and like Ramos directed it, like at some point, like your protagonist shouldn't be the biggest piece of shit in every scene they're in in a movie like this. Like, yeah, there should be it, some growth it's... and some like, whatever. But all he does well, is fix the house, but you know, as soon as she comes back with the kids, he's gonna go right back to the same Well, like, in a normal movie, doesn't way. he like, realize that he loves his family? <laughs> well, well, that's a good point, too. I didn't think about that Alec makes. is like, the status quo has not changed. So, like, he, once the clones are gone, he's got to go right back to possibly paying attention to his kids and working every third weekend. Well, now he's got to find a job. He's well, no, he's going to be... Well, no, he's he, starting they, his own uh, contracting business. Oh, right. right. They're, they're so in the shit that he can just quit his job that he said he couldn't quit before, and it's like, I'm just starting my own business. Like, okay. Well, he got fired, so he had to start his own business. Oh, okay. The one club Fair. got him fired. Yeah. He got him fired because he couldn't differentiate why they had one-inch versus two-inch gas lines for double ovens or something. Also, a two-inch gas line for a condo is insane. Yeah. For, yeah, a, for, so, for one so. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Otho, Otho from Beetlejuice revoked his uh, <laughs> Oh, my God. Was that him? Yeah, yeah. Holy He's shit. also associate Bob, right, from fucking Demolition Man. Demolition Man. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Both much better movies than this. Shout out to associate Bob. 
Shout out to Demolition Man. Uh, Simon Phoenix for life. Me. Uh, I'm not going to rock the boat here. It's a three for three clones. <laughs> uh, this, movie, this movie sucks. The only thing good came out of this movie is the Treehouse of Horrors segment on The Simpsons that made fun of this. Uh, that was really funny, if you guys remember that, where they made I a don't. bunch of homers. You don't remember that? It's really no. funny. I remember uh, it being a play on this. It, yeah, I do remember that. I do yeah. remember that. Uh, that it's, episode. It's, I don't remember it being like a multiplicity thing. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, it, it. I think it's called like Homerplicity. But anyway, uh, this movie's awful. It's not funny. Uh, I don't understand like the morality of this movie. Like it's like like Alex just said. Like he he just hates his family. So like. I, like I said, in a normal movie, doesn't he like learn through the his trials and tribulations that all this is for nothing because he already has like a great life? And like, right, it should be. It's a wonderful life in him, right? Well, and it's one thing if like the movie is written like a black comedy and like he's like, it, I feel like like so the way the way that we've all viewed this character as a piece of shit, I don't feel like the movie sees him as a piece of shit. No, and maybe it's a hero. Well, that's just it though. Like. No, because like, it's 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 all boomer shit. It's the like, oh man, I gotta fuck watch the kid and like be a man of the nineties and blah, 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 blah. like right. it's that 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 meme that's everywhere now. It's like a boomer comedy, like ha ha. I think my wife. Yeah, yeah. And then this guy just going, <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's um, it's just really bad, and it's not funny. And like again, it's just. It, I mean, it's like like it's almost like meta because. You know, it's about clones, right? They keep cloning. They make the same thing. They make the same. Well, they make the same joke over and over. Like again, like that's not intentional, but that's what they oh, did. Is that the? Is that Harold Ramis's purpose? I mean, and maybe. Maybe I think I, I think I'm doing joke? a. I think I'm doing a little too much work for the movie, but that I could see some weird asshole like film nerd like intellectualize this movie. Whoever like said this was a short story they got adapted into a movie makes total sense because like it does, it's oh, not yeah. interested enough in exploring the themes to extend it beyond like an eight page gag story. Yeah, and that's what it is. But yeah, like it's it's really dumb. Like I don't like it. It's not funny. Like. The, my favorite parts are when Eugene Levy shows up for like two scenes. And also, uh, did anybody catch the, the guy that's the waiter at the restaurant? He's also a, a Christopher Guest guy. He's in all the Christopher Guest movies. Um, he owns the yeah. theater in a, a Mighty the, Wind. Uh, oh, he's the, uh, the announcer in Best in Show. Yeah, he's the other announcer. Yeah, he's in all the guest movies. Um, yes, I remember you said that last year. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> which ones you? Which ones you're running back? Which yeah, ones you're wide you out? Who's that? Oh, this the fastest. Oh God, R.I.P. Fred Willard. How much you think I could bench press? Uh So that's multiplicity. I'd stay away from it. It's not very good. Uh, so more like multiplicity. Take t- you can pause the show, take a quick intermission, get a drink. We're gonna get into our second feature film, and that is Duel. Mm. Gogs, what happened in Duel? Oh, so in this movie, oh, oh. oh. <laughs> let, oh. let me hold on to your butts because I got a, I got a wild idea for you about the about a film. Uh, a clone is made of a human being, but in this one, it's good. So. Uh, you're introduced to Karen Gillum's character, who, uh, is Pause. living. Go ahead. That's, that's not how it starts. It's not. No, it starts. Sorry. It starts on a soccer pitch, I believe. Uh, somewhere. It's, Amer- it's America. You could say it feels. Yeah. Is it America? 
Yeah, I read about it. It's supposed to take place in America. Oh, the whole okay. thing takes place in America. Yeah, it definitely he just takes filmed place it in, in America. He filmed it in Finland uh, due to COVID restrictions because uh, okay. they had a much better handle on COVID. Oh, and he could okay. do more, so he filmed it there and just didn't bother like getting anybody to try to hide their accents. Oh, uh, okay. Riley yeah. serves. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a guy. Um, mm-hmm. so he was just like, "Fuck it, it's still it's America though." All right. So the movie opens uh, at uh, a, a, a soccer field, and you're introduced to this guy who's got like he's got like these weapons in front of him. Like, what the hell is going on like, on this table? And then the sheet drops from behind him. And next thing you know, there's fucking crossbows a coming, crossbow bolts a coming. They're fucking slamming through the table. They pierce him in the shoulder. He takes a he takes some garden shears and like lops it off. And then he goes like full William Wallace and like hard charges at whoever his assailant is and just ends that dude. And you find out that that was a clone. Well, of, I, it's important to note that it, this is in front of a crowd, a and televised there's an, audience. There's yes. an announcer there. And once he once the guy murders the other guy who whom I don't think you actually see at that point, you haven't you don't you see never the guy see, he murders, no. right? Yeah. Oh, you might and see him when he stands up, like you see his face is the she, same face. The, the announcer is like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm the, I'm the, I'm the." She's like, "Are you the clone of the original?" And he says, "I'm the clone." And that's the start of the movie, which, in my opinion, great, great. Oh, it's amazing. Open. Yeah. So yeah, from this point on, I that, the guy. that that guy Theo James, who I would have bet would have been a megastar when he first came out a few years ago. What was he in? I don't recognize him. He was in, do you remember those movies? They're not the Hunger Games, but they had Shailene Woodley. Uh, Divergent. The Maze Runner? Divergent. Oh. No, I remember Divergent. You love those they, movies. Like, <laughs> the Divergent one's terrible. <laughs> I thought you liked but those. But he was, uh, no, I like the Maze Runner. I thought the Maze oh, like YA stuff, like, broadly, right? Like, you don't hate that shit. I like a lot of it. I've grown up now, though, now that I'm finally in my 40s. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't read anymore, young adult. <laughs> young adult, Alec, when he that was guy, in like, his mid-thirties. He's jacked, he's handsome, he's a good actor. Like, I would have thought he was going to be a megastar, but I he's, guess I he's was He's just wrong. in the, the first four minutes of this movie. <laughs> yeah, but you're... He's, but, in, but, he's in a movie called, well, it's based on a British TV show called The Inbetweeners, which I thought oh, okay. was pretty funny. Oh, I heard that was good, yeah. It is good. He's in one of the. They made a couple of movies, and he's in one of the movies, and he's good in the movie. Yeah. Sorry, no, Cox. No, you're fine. Um, shout out, uh, shout out, Theo James. Shout out, Theo James. Uh, so, but this movie does like so in the first four minutes of this movie, right? You you get what it's about, right? You yeah. Get, you understand the stakes. You understand what's perfect, going on. You perfect understand table the, setter like scene. Like you I, under, the, you understand the dual meaning of dual that's going to happen in this film. Yeah. Um. So now you excuse me. Now you're introduced to Karen Gillum, and she's living. I'm kind of glad we did these movies back to back because it's the the that's how you do a from the Simpsons where you smack the fucking kid in the back of the head. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, it's a door. Use it. So now, um, they, why can't uh, you love Edison that much? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, I miss the Simpsons, man. This shit was fun. You love Edison that much. So, Karen Gillum's living sort of a sad sack life. And I, it, it, I, can we talk about the 
the pornography she's watching dogs do you remember what it is hilarious oh, yo it was oh yeah it oh what was it i remember outdoor the title. pool orgy at confirmed haunted house <laughs> 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 like i it, i forgot that riley stearns did the art of self-defense because everyone's yeah. giving that very stilted like it's, it's like very very it's like hyper realistic, but it's also completely surrealistic. Like performances. I forget very... if it was you or TJ or Nate that said at one time talking about these movies. And I think it was you versus Lant the most movies too. It's, it sounds like they're reading a technical manual, like whenever uh, they that talk. Was, that was me. It's one of my one okay. of my favorite things I ever wrote. I said it sounds like the highest compliment I could get is that they sound like they're it's they're all an instruction manual and like yeah. But I mean that as a high compliment. I, and um this is it is very I feel like even more than art of self defense like they're even more stilted in this well, yeah. I think well it's, uh, Karen Gillum is very she's very good at that with Nebula and well, she's yeah, very good with that in oh shit the, I didn't realize I was the same person <laughs> it's it's she's yeah. very good in that in the uh. Jumanji movies like her character is also like a lot of this so well, I, she plays of, that well. Watching this movie, I was like, I wonder if he picked her because of Nebula, because she's so like robotic and stiff. Like I was like that because she plays it so well in this movie. Like that's that's the character, right? Like that's like, the yeah. way this whole world is. We gotta so. let everybody know. Big compliments to Karen Gilman in the movie. She is awesome in this movie. Um, so she's she got she's like a long distance relationship or, or whatever with her boyfriend she's well, like he's, a video he's away on business right and so she's like all sad and then she just uh she just goes full uh exorcist and just erupts blood in the it middle is of the, the most hysterically well, bloody coffin well, movie history. You're, okay. you're, you're skipping like a very pivotal scene which i really liked so like she is well, it, it does the, to, to, to piss off Sean for a second. It does the Brunwell thing where it cuts to a scene where you're not sure that it's a dream or not, where she like is at, at a breakfast with her mom and then she starts eating these pennies, which is like a really fucking disturbing scene. And then yeah. you realize it's a dream and that's when she's exposed, like just blood is everywhere. It's, it's like this poor disgusting. thing, it's it's a whole thing. She's it's all malaise. Like this whole thing's just malaise and just boredom forever. And, right, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy Carter, Carter, Jimmy Carter, is the greatest monster. So, <laughs> so she's she's ill. So she goes and sees the doctor. And the doctor, this this scene's amazing. She's like, you have a ninety eight percent chance hold of you're skipping, you're skipping all the good. Parts. Okay, the the part where she goes she goes to the emergency room and she's like. She's like, I need to see a doctor. And like the, the, the person up front's like, well, is it an emergency? And she's like, no. And then immediately just vomits like three gallons of blood. And she, looks yeah. at her. she looks at her like, I thought you said it wasn't an emergency. <laughs> so the doctor's like, yeah, you're going to die. A hundred percent. I was like, well, it's 98%, but there's 2% error. It's going to, you're going to, nothing die. is sure in this life except but for this. this which is is 100% this. Sure. <laughs> So she goes, her, allow me to give you a baseball analogy. A, you've been throwing a curveball. A curveball is a hard pitch for the batter to hit. Although in this situation, you're the batter and you don't have a bat. So there is no chance you will hit it. <laughs> it's pretty brilliant. So then the doctor also is like, hey, nowadays we have this thing that, you know, for the sake of the family and your loved ones, there's cloning. So you can get cloned and your clone will spend some time with you and learn who you are and learn your loved ones. And they will be you, which is also kind of a nightmare if you think about it. It's so, so dark. The, the, the idea, and, and the only, just to be clear, the only people 
in this world that can be cloned are people that are going to die. Yes. Yeah. So the idea is that the clone will alleviate your family of their grief. Like they will. like, I, I'm sure we've all been in the situation where we had a pet that was ill and dying. And like, you know, it's like, oh, it, like, I'm, I'm sure new jazz, we man. kind of thought about it. Yeah, basically, it's like, oh, if I could get a clone, would I? Right. You know what I mean? Apparently, somebody famous, I want to say Barbara Streisand, legit does clone her yeah. her animals, which is fucking insane. But anyway. Yeah, she also <laughs> sleeps in a nude in an oxygen tent because she believes it gives her sexual powers. That's a half truth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the uh, so she has powers, sexual, sexual powers. <laughs> So she goes down to the clone zone, and they're like, "All right, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna clone you up, and then your clones." Gonna... Oh, can we talk about how uh, her dying of this like disease, where she just expels liters of blood from her lungs, is totally painless? Yes. Yeah. yeah she's, so it gotta yeah. be a problem. She's just okay. Also, with this. Uh, the the little um like the so you're gonna die. You need a clone. Little like uh Video commercial template. that you watch yeah. is is great. Like yeah. I like the. <laughs> The fucking video, it's like, uh, it's like a Funko some... Land training video. Yeah. Or... And they make, they make this, uh, they make this, this thing where they're like, sometimes you might not spend enough time with your clone. And it's literally a guy hanging himself from a staircase yeah. and this family walks <laughs> in the door. Like, Oh my God. I, I yeah. want to put it out front street. I find this movie like very funny. Like I think hysterical. Like, yeah. It's a comedy. Yeah. yeah. It's, and I, I, it's a very difficult tone. Like it's, it's everything that I like about art of self-defense, but like pushed a little further, I think. I mean, it's like, a comedy and it's funny, but it, the ending is ultra dark. Well, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a dark comedy. Like yeah, it's definitely yeah. like it, it again, it's like art of, art of self-defense has its serious moments too. I mean, yeah. anyway, continue. Sorry. So anyway, so she gets cloned cause she's going to die and she meets her clone and they give her a discount because one of the eyes is the wrong color or some such. And so the clone is learning about her and she's, teaching the clone they're just they're meeting the family and everything and this is where things get very sad is that everyone her boyfriend her mother everyone likes the clone better and it just becomes uh-huh. more and more of everyone spending time with the clone right because uh, it's, it's that like, idea of like you know you, you don't love the person you love an idea of the person so they're able to kind of like reshape yeah, this version her into yeah. right, something yeah because because just full full stop the clone is a blank slate like i yeah. think some of my favorite Which works way better yeah. yeah in in the beginning of the mo- or towards the beginning of the movie is the conversations between Karen Gilliam and her clone cuz she's like well what's your uh what's your favorite kind of food and then they go, yeah. and it, again it, you got to see it cuz us talking about those witches but they are very clinical everyone is like speaks very like i i don't think i'll try that or like would you like to listen to some music and it's like no yeah. Not right now. No, I'm like, enjoying. I'm enjoying this conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's very, very Al Gore. Actually, right. yeah, Al Gore would have been perfect for this movie. <laughs> so I will. But <laughs> unlike Multiplicity, right, where you have the horror of someone coming into life that has all of your thoughts and memories, <laughs> at least this one can be explained as it's a. They understand how to talk and. Uh, also, the uh, the cloning themselves. the cloning process in this is fucking hilarious. They literally just spit in a tube and then like <laughs> it, what is it, like half an hour or whatever. Yeah. It's like it's like here you go. So every the family now loves Karen Gillum, the fake Karen Gillum 
her copy. I think Sarah. Well, well, well no, it's Sarah's double. It's important. They double. say it's like you're known as Sarah's double until Sarah does pass away, and at which time you will just be known as Sarah. <laughs> like, yeah, and and there's a there's a time lapse. I think it's like nine months. months. I think yeah. yeah. I think it, yeah, it's something like that, or maybe eight months. I don't know. It's something like that. So. If we also forgot her. to mention uh, she finds out she has a terminal illness because she accidentally put her boyfriend's number as her primary contact and the doctor's been leaving messages. And oh, like, yes. He calls her like a few days later and yeah. then the doctor's like, if we can avoid mentioning this slip up to the board, I would appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah when she was breaking oh, it to like, him, he already oh, yeah. knew. She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so now so now the, the double is – getting it on with everybody they're like the dumb like it's like so painful like the boyfriend and the double are going on dates and like leaving karen gillum at home she's literally like, he tells home. her that he's going to come home and have sex with the clone like yeah. i just thought you should know because they all live together and you yeah, know yeah. i can be loud so you might want to go somewhere else <laughs> like so they now karen gillum's like waiting to die waiting to die she doesn't die that she finds that one percent chance because yeah, well, doesn't someone so doesn't the boyfriend go like well how's that going anyway like yeah, dying yeah, yeah. or something like that where, anyway, are, we, he says, where are we with that the vet, <laughs> I love the scene where she goes back to the doctor and the doctor's like well we 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 don't know we don't know how it happened but you're not gonna die I thought you said that I thought you said that there was no chance well there was a two percent margin of error who's on firsting reversing her it's like come yeah. on. So no, because that's what she says. Like I don't know how this happened, and then the doctor, like, frankly, we we also don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the movie's way of like, don't worry about it. It's not important. Yeah. So now she's like, well, I'm gonna have my clone decommissioned and piss off everybody. But now the clone doesn't want to be decommissioned. So the clone <laughs> has been around. Goes. The clone has oh, been I'm around sorry. long enough to file basically the right to stay here, and that yeah. invokes the titular duel yeah. of the duel. Uh, which means you have, was it one year to train, <laughs> get yeah. ready to fight for your life because the loser will die and the winner will become you. He's a fucking lawyer when he's like, and once the clones have been around, been alive for a while, and sometimes they don't want to be killed for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. And we couldn't have two of you running around. That would just, that be would be silly. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so then she meets up with Aaron Paul in like some, oh he is a fucking so gem. Oh he's my god. So good in this movie. Oh my god. And he's teaching her like he's he teaching her like the he most works, robotic. He works, he works at a dose that just says combat on the front of the building. <laughs> they they suggest she get a personal combat trainer. This is a profession in this world. Right. Yeah. That's like the, the dystopian nightmare we live in is this happens often enough that we need Aaron this Paul service. Is so funny in this movie. Like he's just like again, I, I get harping it. on it. But you know what I mean? Really, everybody in this, everybody in this really movie really leans it. into it. Yeah, yeah, he really leans into like how robotic he is and like how ridiculous. Like he is is very like alpha male in this, but also like very clinical and static. And like just his like his like slaughter statistics crack me up, and like all of his like combat tips. Like when oh he gives God. her the movie, you always kill the ones you love. <laughs> like the fucking the cutaway to that movie is so fucking funny. Well, the one part, when he hands her a crossbow, like, shoot my dog. He's like, she's like, can't do it. So, well, the plus side, oh, you didn't kill my dog. Yeah. 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 No, dude, where he's, he's like, tremendous pain. 
where she had, well, this is actually important. I didn't notice this in my first viewing, but, yeah. uh, where he's showing the, the, the photos of like how people are killed. And one of them goes, that's an arrow to the head. And they cut to the photo and it's literally just a guy with an arrow in his head. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's well, also the, one, the, the poison, poison one. The poison's yeah. in there. Yeah. It's a little bit of reincorporation later on. Yeah. So, so they're, tra- it's, I mean, the movie is actually, it's pretty straightforward at this point, right? They train. She's got. She gets ready. They call off the original. Well, hang on, the hang on, hold on, hold on. Just, hold on. This you one part, I, I got go, I got to yeah. mention where <laughs> yeah. he's like, she's also taking hip hop dance classes for you know just to have something to do. It's her cardio, right? And um, he's <laughs> like, you know, you know, in lieu of payment, their situation sometimes yeah, she's, do, she's that are broke, mutually, by the way, yeah, she, uh, mutually she beneficial. Does- because she, she has, to, she has just, to pay off the loan. Pay for the clone. Yeah. yeah well, she also yeah. has to give the clone like a living stipend. Like yeah, she has to pay the, alimony to the clone. Yeah, she gives the clone an allowance. But this is yeah. this this comes into play once the duel's called off. Is she needs an extra oh, month okay. of yeah, okay, she needs gotcha. extra month of training that yeah. they weren't expecting. She's like, I have no money. It's like, well, there's other ways you can pay me. Oh and then it, God, and we know what that her. setup is, right? Like oh, the right. setup Everyone is what that setup yeah. is. He's like, he says something to the effect of, well, we can make other arrangements. But it's not the next scene. In... They actually come back to it like a few minutes later, like. Yeah. And you've seen it in every porno. Yeah. And, it, and Sean's right. Like they take a little time to get there. But she goes there after hours, and it's dark, and you're like, okay, here we go. And then he teaches Well, they start taking she, the clothes off, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she, teach, she teaches him how to do hip-hop dance. And it's so frustrating because they can't get low. Get it. Yeah. Like, you get it. It's fucking hysterical. Oh, so but good. he's like, she's like, well, I hope that whatever this introductory lesson that you will continue with, he's like, I've already signed up for a beginner's class. And she's like, that's wonderful. This going to be so fucking good. Uh, so now... Uh, so now it's time for the duel, but it's getting ready to be the duel. And Karen Gillum, the, the, the clone has shown up and Karen Gillum, like she's spying on Karen Gillum and she like oh. hunts her down. Well, and this, have, is like, the, this is yeah. the scene you're just talking about where With the dog, Aaron Paul tells Karen Gilliam, he wants to, he wants to, uh, test her killer instinct. So he's like, kill my dog. My dog is in tremendous pain. It's going to die. <laughs> and the dog's and just she, sitting there. It's like a normal ass looking dog. dog. Looks totally fine. But then. <laughs> The clone is out of the window, and she literally turns the crossbow out the window and shoots it out the window. Gogs, you're familiar with crossbows. Wouldn't work. Well, it has, to be, it. it has to be an incredibly sharp crossbow with an incredibly strong draw. You are our Yeah, ballistic. it's got to be like a 500-pound draw crossbow or right. some shit to like that. Yeah. Maintain that trajectory, and then she put it in a dog outside, basically. Yeah, she right. kills the dog outside by mistake. Because I have a crossbow with an over 100-pound draw, and like if I did that, it would just bounce off the window. Like, yeah. It's Yeah. It might crack it, don't you think? Yeah, it depends on how close I was. Yeah. Only one way to find out. So now. Yeah. Right, hang uh, on. Stand by. <laughs> get your dog on one side of the glass, though. Um, <laughs> whatever side you think is safer. Um, so she. Well, I got three of them. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I need crossbows or dogs? Oh, oh man. <laughs> so she, she has a conversation with the clone and they kind of come to like sort of an understanding or an agreement. They're like, all right, we're just going to. We're gonna bail. We're gonna bro out. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go on the lamb. So they start making their trek through the the, that's that scene that has the little girls. Oh right, in the definitely. Oh yeah, one of the kids is dying. Yeah, or dead. Well, no, one of the kids got like kidnapped. Yeah, one of the kids is dead. The other one. Oh yeah, like it was killed, like kidnapped in a grocery store and killed. Yeah. So the other one just thinks that she was missing for a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
I missed that. <laughs> yeah. It's really yeah, yeah. super sad. She's like, my, she's like, we lost my we lost my sister for a little bit at whatever stop and shop, but oh, uh, well, I thought I she was dying and they were just hiding her away. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. I yeah. I thought it was I thought it was something different. I thought it was that they lost her and then they got her cloned and then they got her back, and that's not what. No, that's so right. I, way I agree. No, I agree yeah. Alec. I, no, I Alex, right? Did. I just didn't catch it. Yeah. Well. So anyway, they, they've made a decision. They're going to run away together. They're going to avoid this duel. It's barbaric. They can live together. They love each other. They're, you know, they, they have well, things to say, about. I wouldn't say that they love each other, but they but have they, like a, they have an understanding. They have a, a mutual well, respect well, and understanding. Not really, but I think you understand by the end of the movie that this is all just the clones plot. So, it's well, because the clones didn't train. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. So... Uh, so they, this leads to probably one of the another great scene in this movie where they go to the clone the anonymous. Group. Yeah. Oh, um, I love after, after, after the outreach group. She's like, I love you too. Yeah. Obviously not in the way that that one guy did. Who clearly fucked his clone. I mean, we don't have to fuck like that guy clearly did. Yeah. That was well, hilarious. it's funny. This has it, it, it doesn't weigh better than a ghost story, but it has the scene where the random guy tells you the theme of the movie. Yeah. But it works a lot better in this movie than it did in that, where he's like, you know, if I knew this life was going to be like this, like, did I would I really want to live? Yeah. 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 But it works. Like, it's yeah. def- like, it definitely works. Well, because it doesn't stop the movie dead to do it out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like, it, well, it flows yeah. in the narrative. Agreed. Right. So, they, so they're going through the hike through the woods and one Karen Gilm's like, I think we should hydrate. I agree. Oh, yeah. maybe we should drink a little more. And then they're going through the woods, stalking through the woods, and then they end up at the field where the fight's supposed to be or they're. No, they never get they don't, there. They don't actually end up at the field, but they end up in the woods neighboring the field. And then. It oh, comes, oh, sorry, guys. At some you missed, point. You missed a very crucial point. So oh, on the way. Okay. No, 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 no. On the way to the woods, when before they're they're going to make their escape, they're driving. The clone is asking Karen how Gillard to how to drive. Yeah. She doesn't right. know how to drive. So she's asking her all these questions about driving. And that does play a part. Right, because she says, oh, the circle thing causes the car to go right and left or whatever. Right, I didn't hit the stop pedal. Right. So anyway, sorry, guys, continue. So they they drink some water. They walk off into the woods. Then then it kind of cuts away. And it cuts away. And then the next scene, it's Karen Gillum, a a singular Karen Gillum, approaching. Limping. Limping. Right, because obviously something happened. uh, Approaching the the scorekeeper's table, I guess, at the duel uh, field. And said, I guess, uh, I got into a car accident. I couldn't, she says, she, she, she I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't differentiate the circle that makes the car move versus the pedal that makes it stop. And everybody's so dissociated. There's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so there's like, a that's tell, a perfectly right? normal <laughs> thing for somebody to say. Obviously she point, and I think right before, I think the last thing you see of what we'll call real Sarah, I think it was like blood was coming out of her nose or mouth because she's obviously been poisoned. Yeah. Because it's the only way that the clone could have beat her. And then they even still must have got it on because the clone was roughed up. No, um, the yeah. clone's roughed up because she got in a car the accident. The car accident. Oh, that she actually, actually happened. got in a car accident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You see the car at the end of the movie. The car's like all That's true. fucked up. Oh, I, I assume yeah. that was just from weeks of her not knowing how to drive at this point. Oh, I assumed it was. Um, from, I guess it could be. Yeah, it, it doesn't be, but, yeah. In my mind, yeah. they got they still got into a fight because the real Karen Gillum knew what was happening. Uh, I, and then, I don't know. I took it as a car accident, but I could be wrong. I don't 
don't know. Well, it doesn't matter. So now the clone is here, and everyone in the clone's life is fine with it. They're happy. Well, about they all it. know. Yeah. Well, she says she's the original, and they all just agree with it. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah fine. But yeah. then, in like the saddest turn of events, the 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 clone life like realizes that this is kind of a miserable life, and she ends up breaking down, crying, driving the wrong way on a roundabout in her jacked up car because yeah. she doesn't know how to drive because and she's become she's Sarah. Become Karen. Yeah, right, and that sucks. Like being alive sucks. Like yeah. it's that like like horrible ennui of just existing. Because there's there's a really great scene like, um. Where, well, earlier in the movie, she's she talking about how, like, she doesn't have, uh, cellulite or anything like that. They're originally talking to the clone. And then the boyfriend's like, well, you need to start taking care of yourself because men have a much larger window ball. But it implies <laughs> that, like, she's starting to age. Like, she's becoming, yeah. like, an actual person. And then, like, all the horrors that comes along with that. Yeah. And it's also, I think it's also a statement on, like, it's like, it's like what happened in the, uh, the clone anonymous thing where it's like, you fought all this time for this life that you didn't even want. Like, like all the right. sacrifices you didn't know you were just like all the sacrifices like, that you made yeah. to survive for what like you killed the the original for what to live this miserable existence and also i mean she's not without a conscience she's a regular so even the 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 murder of the of the original sarah is going to yeah. weigh on her like it's right. it's pretty and powerful she, yeah and it's like she's like already caught up to being that person to her life you know like it's like you know earlier in the movie she goes oh it's your mother somebody should talk to her and then by the end of the movie she's like already ignoring the mother you know what i right. mean yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah she's she's literally she's speed run uh to get to the be the uh the yeah. original like it's uh yeah but yeah, so, that's uh, and that's the movie. That's it. That's it. Yeah, the movie just it just ends right at right at her Here's breakdown, like, and it, it shows the woods, and then the credits roll. It, it's an it's another movie where I can I can probably and I think you guys probably agree. There's not an ounce of fat on this film. No, it is just mm-hmm. it is all idea the whole time. I wouldn't get rid of any of it. Karen Gillum's great in it. Aaron Paul is amazing. It everyone's it, and I don't need any more. You know what I mean? No. It's perfect the way it is. Like oh, just leave God. it alone. Thank God it ended where it did. Like it didn't yeah. need anything else. Like I get it. Yeah. yeah. It's a gut, it ends. It ends on a gut punch. But like a, wor- a worse movie sticks around with the clone longer, and it's like, no, we don't need it. You already know. You already get yeah. it. But anywho, that's, Alec, that's how'd cool. you feel about the science in this movie? There's no science in this movie, really. <laughs> Yeah, needed needed more science. A little bit more science. I'm, I'm actually really curious. Give me a percentage of science on this one, like maybe twenty five percent more. <laughs> um, at least eighteen. <laughs> Such an at odd least, number. At least yeah. three more percent for three clones from multiplicity. <laughs> well, that's some math. I'm actually really interested to hear Alec what you think because I know you uh, yeah. don't always like movies that are super bleak like this. So I'm interested, Alec. As well. Um. I didn't mind the bleakness. I I don't know. I like the concept. Um, I like that it was short. The performances and the way that he has them deliver dialogue was too much. Okay. Like I could not get around it. It was very irritating to me. Um, it's a cool premise though. And like, had you seen Art of Self Defense out? No, I have not. You might like that a little bit better, but it would probably you'd end up in the same place with it. Yeah, it's like I said before, it's not as stilted as this, but it's definitely got elements of that. Yeah, but the way everybody delivers everything in this, like, 
I get, I understand that that's what he's like going for, and that's his thing, but it's not my thing. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. want, I want like dialogue that is natural. Delivered. I mean, at least as natural as you can in a movie. Yeah. Like a little more normal. Um, you want the like, I, can, I can see why people would like the movie. Well, I think a lot of people oh, didn't man. like the movie. Uh, most people did not like this movie. <laughs> I think, I think because it's such a bizarre concept that the stilted thing works for me because like you understand that this is not the world that you live in. You know what yeah. I mean? So like it kind of works for me, but I can see why it wouldn't. I mean, know? yeah, I, I don't know. To me, like, and again, like this is in my wheelhouse, right? Like I feel like David Lynch movies fall in yeah. this category. Yar- yogurt Lanthimos yeah. movies fall in this category, but like, I feel like the stilted delivery and the way in which, especially in this movie, like everything is like sterilized. It just puts you on your back foot immediately. And I think it works. It's yeah. like, it's like world building, right? Like it works to make it even odder. Like everything well, is, is strange. Like I love those movies, like you talked about too, but I feel like this is a much more populist version of like the lobster or the killing of a sacred deer or something. You know what I mean? Oh, like it's yeah, not oh, yeah. like as like obtuse as those movies are. Well, I feel like it's, and I, I, I mean, take a shot every time TJ mentions this movie, but like, it's kind of like the, the, the yogurt Lanthavos version of like a battle royal. Like it has yeah. that kind of vibe, right? Like with the, you know, you're in this contest to the death and like, I don't know, like we all know that I love that trope. And like, so it automatically, like the funny thing about this movie is I remember, uh, have you never watched it on television? It's quite popular. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. When this movie, I don't know if it was when it got announced or when I learned about it, but I texted Sean the premise and I was yeah. like, cause I think it was after I watched Art of Self Defense and I was like, this sounds amazing. So I was yeah. like in, like I was into this movie during like pre-production. I and, like, and then we totally forgot about it and watched it like a year later. Yeah, totally for this. Funny enough. So this movie sat on the plex for like a year and I didn't watch it. And I watched I'll, it day of the Molies, and it was my stone cold uh, movie of the year of the week. One, and I only I only watched it like a few weeks before you did. Yeah. And the thing is, um, no, I think you watched it after I did because you watched um because uh, what was what was the uh, Vigo Morgenstern movie oh, that came out uh, the same year? Uh, Crimes of the Future. Yeah. No, is that the same year? Yeah, I think so. Was it? Yeah. Anyway, it was last year. Yeah. yeah. But like this movie sat and I and I'll be honest, like it sat on the plex for a long time because like a lot of a lot of critics that I actually like like were not were pretty cold to this movie. And then yeah. after I watched it, I was really surprised. I was like, like, you know, again, like it's not it, it, these these are people that usually kind of align with my taste. So right. I was a little surprised. Fucking nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Nerds. People yeah. That like David Lynch movies and yogurt yeah. Lanthimos movies. But anyway, uh, let's get into five knuckle shuffles, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I think we did pretty well for doing two movies, uh, time wise. We did pretty good. Quiet bangers. Yeah. (laughs) I do love that. I love that. Um, Alec. Um, I'm going to give this one a stick. (laughs) It's fair. It's at least twice as good as multiplicity. Nice. (laughs) But I still. You supplied your score. I still didn't, uh, didn't love it due to the performance, due to the 
not even the performances. The choices. The, the tone. The direction. Yeah. The yeah, direction yeah. of the performances. Fair. Um, but it's better than multiplicity. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on. And you'll, and it's, it's above five territory because you'll remember. I, I'm not going to lie, Alec. I thought you were going to love multiplicity because you just love movies from that era, it seems like. So, like, I, I was do. like, I, like, I yeah. do. And that's like the type of, that's a TNT, like, oh, yeah. Like, I, you could, it was teed up for you to look. If you turn on, if you watch TNT for 24 hours, two of those hours are going to be multiplicity at least once a week. Yeah. And that's <laughs> like, it's going to be on there. Yeah. I can't, I can't believe era. that's Oh, Sahara. Oh my god. I haven't thought about that movie in ages. Oh, standby for Matthew McConaughey or whatever. Um, Ooh, I forgot I can't believe, that, right? I can't believe I forgot to mention it, but Multiplicity should have gotten a point for me because it has like the hilarious like credit song that like only was in like 90s movies. Some song you'll never hear again in your life and it's just some weird like reggaeton version of a popular song it was like oh, right yeah, in the 90s it's, it's like it's like hey man can you it's like the fortune cookies it's like oh use my love open the door it's like oh we're out of my love open the door it's like okay we'll use that reggae that you be 40 right. cover of it's so bad yeah. and i was like i was like thinking about it like buy the multiplicity soundtrack on interscope records or whatever you know yep the anyway, same sorry. the same record label the doggy styles on and nine inch nails yeah <laughs> <laughs> and multiplicity <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, so six from Alec. Uh, God, my friend. Uh, I'm gonna give this a nine. Hell I yeah, loved, I loved this movie. I thought it was. Uh, I think the I think the art of self defense inoculated me against the stiltedness because I was like, why is everyone talking like this? And then I put two and two together and remembered yeah. that. Um, Karen Gillum's great in it. The concept is wild. It's executed really well you have genuine feelings and you give like all the emotion in this movie is on the viewer's behalf like you feel for this poor woman and like you, you the part and I, oh, I it's think actually is, kind of an interesting take like it's feeling it's emotion by proxy yeah like you're you're feeling all this stuff for her and like and then when it finally lets out like when she finally sits there in the car and screams at the end of the movie, like at like basically staring into the void of what her life is, it's a hard gut punch at the end of like a really interesting film, and it makes you. It, I don't know. I I loved it. I thought it was great. I thought she's great in it. Aaron Paul's great in it. Man, that's um, a, that's a really good point that you brought up, man. Like I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's like like all the scenes where it seems like you know the boyfriend or whoever, everybody being mean to her. That's just the reality that they live in. That's just how they act. It's not like everybody's just a dick to her. It's just like that's their it's social great. structure right yeah but it's a uh, i don't know i it, uh, i'm really glad we got to i am glad uh, i'm i'm glad nope. i got picked because i would not have probably watched it on my own so uh solid solid film sean uh it's a 10 for me this is one of my favorite movies uh Artist Self Defense is probably his worst movie, and as much as I love that movie, wow. that's saying a lot. Faults yeah. is a fucking excellent Fultz movie. Is really good, yeah. And it, Faults is probably the least like these. I, I was gonna say Faults, it, it like uh, is not 
they don't the dialogue is not like like the way they yeah. act is not like this at all it's nor it's like they talk normally now it's it, the premise and where it goes is still pretty crazy but like it's not yeah. stifled and weird leland orser rules but like it's a really it's does. a it's another like high concept small uh view movie you know what i mean like and it's like it's a bonkers concept but they like they set it up and they execute it but they don't feel the need to get it too in the weeds with it which i think is perfect you know, like, yeah, totally and like, agree. it's, it's so like ridiculously funny. Like I, I mentioned the movie that he shows her. So she gets used to blood where they just like the guy got his hand in the fucking garbage disposal <laughs> and they turn it on and it's just like shooting blood everywhere. And, and he's like, like I, I have another film for you. It's, uh, it's, it's not, it's worse. It's even, it's, yeah, it's even, it's worse. even worse, it's but it's much bloodier. <laughs> <laughs> like Riley Stern's fucking rules, man. Like I'm just a big, big fan. And like, this this is the kind of movie I love, you know, like it's 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 funny, but it's grim. It's like dealing with like existential crisis. It's like how fucking sad the world actually is. Like it's everything, everything I love, man, like everything you want, nothing you don't. I don't I, I can't. You know, like I said, this was my number one movie last year. So, like, I don't really have much more to add. Uh, Teagles. Uh, I, I'm going to echo a lot of the same stuff you said. I love this movie. It's a 10 for me, dog. I think Riley Stearns is possibly the most like underrated modern filmmaker. Like he doesn't get talked about nearly enough. Like I feel like, you know, like the guy, like we've mentioned Yargos Lanthimos a billion times, but like he's in that conversation with like exciting filmmakers like Panthos, Cosmos and all the other weird Greek people that make movies now. But no, I mean, I, I put, I put Stearns right there with Ari Aster and fucking Robert Eggers. Like, I think that highly of him. To me, he's made three really amazing movies. And, and I think they're all really accessible too. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, I I would say that, yeah, I mean, the thing is too, that they're all like almost unknown. Like, he's still like, uh, very, very underground. I feel like, I mean, like, I don't, I, I, I've mentioned art of self-defense to so many people and they're like, what the fuck is that? And the, you know, the sad thing is, is that I can, uh, the few people that had heard of it that hadn't seen it, they're like, oh, it's a Jesse Eisenberg movie. It's like, it's like, no, you, you gotta watch it. Like it's, it's not like I don't that. Think I don't think Jesse Eisenberg hate either. Cause like, I, I don't don't really good like too. with everything he's done now, tell me, what is a Jesse Eisenberg movie? I don't know. Right. Like, yeah, people just default to like the social network. I feel like. Yeah, yeah but, like, but I, I think good, maybe they say a Jesse Eisenberg movie, they mean a Michael Sarah movie. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that might mean. Yeah, I, I watched Youth <laughs> Revolt again. Fuck that. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> I really do. Um, the fucking mustache. The mustache. The Zach Alphanakis and that movie. Anyway. Yeah. But, oh, but I, I love... I, I did watch something else. Oh, was what it Youth Revolt? <laughs> I've just about finished the uh, Arrested Development season four, oh. Fateful Consequences, where they recut it into chronological order. Oh, is it better? It is better. This is not season five I'm talking about. Not the final. No, season. four. The one finished. they came back on. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one they came back on, and they did the they did episode like character by character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm did. watching it recut where they recut it chronologically, so it's more oh, like yes. the old episodes. Huh. And, uh, it's pretty good. It's still not as good as the originals. Is it but on it's Netflix? better than, yeah. yeah. Well, I know it was a Netflix property, but like, you know how that Fateful is. Fateful like... Consequences sounds like an X-Book crossover. What well, sounds like an AEW yeah. event. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're calling, why they call it that. But it's Arrested good. Development, Sorry. the Phalanx Covenant. Really fun, Ooh. buddy. 
I was about done anyway. I, I, I love this movie. Like Sean said, this is just like, this just scratches that niche for me. Like, I love this kind of stuff. I love, like, it's sci-fi, but like, not really. Like, I love science fiction, but I hate like ultra technical, like yeah. hard sci Dune being the exception. I was obviously. gonna say you love Dune. Okay, yeah, that, but that's that, not even. But that's all made up jargon. Like it's like made up, made up, and it's got bugs. Like my <laughs> favorite, my favorite, aside from Dune, my favorite science fiction novel is Neuromancer, and like they don't like really the technology is secondary. Like it's all about the characters. Well, Dune's like, a fucking fantasy novel with like sci awesome. sci fi dressing. You know what I mean? Awesome. Like it's not. But you you know what I mean, Sean. Like, yeah. I, that's why I like your books. Like you write like yeah, because I don't know sci-fi for <laughs> I just I hate like, it, it I is it sci- is sci-fi for bros. Like that's what I do. I like I love science fiction. Sci-fi. I, I like it when it it's it's like I I again I've also used this example during the show a bunch. But like I I liked early Black Mirror right because they use sci-fi tropes to get to interesting well, stories. It's like, it, it's like Blade Runner, right? Like, exactly. I don't give There's a another shit one. how they make the replicants. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not important. It's also or, not, yeah, you beat me to it. It's not important. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's where I like, I like this movie because, and they hand wave all the clone shit. Like, they, yeah. like, I, they hand wave how she could like get back to being what, what she was sick with to begin with and how she like, got better. Doesn't yeah. matter. Like, I, and I also love, like that the, the illness is so comically absurd. Like, <laughs> Well, also, it's like, um, it's, it's the best part of Looper, right? Where it's like, yeah. you know, how's the time travel works? And I'd be here drawing diagrams and all this other bullshit, but don't worry about it. Like, and then they, they and, do explain it and fuck it up. And, but like, and to, to, to kind of, uh, to the complete opposite end of that, I love Primer, but Primer is so confusing. That like you God's the only person on Earth that understands that movie apparently because <laughs> like I've seen it seven times and I think I know less about it. It's so confusing, but like it works because it's yeah. so confusing. Like I feel like that's intentional. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Uh, I love this movie. I think Karen Gillian is or Gillian is great. How do you say his fucker her fucking name? She's fantastic yeah. in this movie, and she's um, cute without being so hot. It's distracting. Yes. Uh, yeah. and, uh, I mean, I've been a big fan since, uh, Amy Pond, uh, back on Doctor Who. Uh, but, uh, also, uh, Aaron Paul, like, one of his best performances. Like, he's so good in this. Like, also, it's kind of funny. I don't think we brought it up at all, but Karen Gillian is pretty tall. She's like yeah. six foot. Yeah, she's like as like, big as he is. No, he's, she's way taller than he is. So it's kind yeah. of funny. Like, cause he, I don't know. It's just like a, a funny thing. Cause he's like the combat expert, but she towers over him, which is hilarious. Uh, sorry, short Kings out there. But, know, uh, an axe does not require bullets to slice through an arm. <laughs> Dude, the, the scene where they like pantomime the fight was like, oh, yeah. oh no, but they're like little kids, like, oh no, you stabbed me, but it's like it's like hyper technical, like you stabbed me, but you missed my uh, third, uh, my C four vertebrae, and it like, oh, I love this. Anyway, I love this movie. It's why I picked it. I mean, I I think this movie's fucking great. I, I was just excited to watch this movie again. I've watched this like four times. I really really like it. Um, and and like Sean said, I. I like what the movie has to say. Like, I think it's like, it's a, it's funny. It's got everything I like. It's funny. It's like ultimately very depressing. <laughs> it's, it's like, like it, it deals with stuff that's like not always talked about in other movies. Like, I don't know. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's a 10. So it's, let's see. Gog's picked. I picked. Alec, do you have a pick? Yeah, I have a couple. Sean, Ooh. do you have one? Sean, uh, I've got one? a couple in the pipe, but required judgment. TJ's Infinity Pool a clone movie technically? 
It's not even technically. It absolutely is a clone movie. Okay. Because it's either going to be... I, my choices are uh, as follows. Either Infinity Pool, Gemini Men, Star Trek Nemesis, or Attack of the Clones. So... No, 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 no. Not Attack of... Please, not Attack of the Clones. It has it in the fucking name, TJ. I like how you have seven picks. Four. Uh, it seemed like a lot. There's a lot. You of know, Attack of the Clones is only two hours long. Did you realize that? God, if you would have asked, I would have said it was two hours and thirty-five minutes uh, easy. Hundred percent. I told you it was three hours long. Um, I, it doesn't. It, it, so, what do you got, Alec? <laughs> is it also Attack of the Clones and Star Trek no. Nemesis? No, neither one of those. Uh, Oblivion, Gemini Man, or The Adventures of Pluto Nash, which is apparently a clone movie. That's a clone. There is a clone in it. I've never or, seen that. Uh, if we want to watch something good, Logan. Oh yeah, right. technically there is a clone in that. There's not technically; it is a clone. Alec, you make your pick, and then I'll make my pick based on your pick afterwards. So you go, and then yeah. mine will be last. No, I think I'm gonna pick Oblivion. Have you guys all seen Oblivion? Yeah, seen the it. movie slaps. Is that? Tom I'm looking Cruise? forward to it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like it's like it's like Moon for dummies. It's fun. I don't think I've seen it. I've never seen it, but I've heard good things, so I'm looking yeah. forward to watching it. Okay, then I'm gonna pick Attack of the Clones. Nice, <laughs> nice. I was I was hoping you'd pick Infinity Pool because that would be that'd be a a, a a good old two v two episode. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I don't even know no. if you like. You haven't seen it yet, have you? No, but I like Brandon Cronenberg. Yeah, it's pretty out there. Um, I, I like Possessor. You yeah, might, you all might like it. I don't know. But if he's going to pick something good, I can't go. We can't, you know how it goes. We can't have too many good things I, on I'd there. I'd be no. shocked if you don't change your mind and pick Gemini, man. I feel like we talked about Gemini, man, when this, this month well, got... I, I'm saving it. I'm putting it in the back pocket for the inevitable, like, hitch month or whatever the fuck we do <laughs> the, when we get around to that. Hitchmas. <laughs> do, are we, do we have anything for December? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, we, hang on, let me check. I don't think so. Oh, Death Wish You a Merry Christmas. Oh, oh okay. We can't that's get rid of that. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's a real good one. We need a January and a February. January and a February. Okay, January can be the pursuit of crappiness. It can be all Will Smith movies. <laughs> there we go. That's Perfect. Really good. Oh, that's really right. good. Oh, bravo, Sean. So we'll watch Gemini Man in January. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I can't wait. I, well, uh, I got to get a TV that will support the frame rate or whatever. So it'll give me time. <laughs> That's right. Ugh. All right, everybody. All right. That's the show. You know what to do. Eat your own ass and uh, set boundaries. And uh, we'll see you next time. Don't post your surfing pictures. Or if you already have, please take them off. <laughs> right. uh, hey, Later, Sean. Yeah. Before you go, did I ever send you that TikTok of that guy?